0: Preston and Steve's News
1: updates with Kathy Romano.
2: Today is Wednesday, August 22nd. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. Authorities said yesterday that they have charged a man living in the United States illegally with murder in the death of an Iowa college student who disappeared a month ago while jogging in a rural area. 24-year-old Christian Bahena Rivera was charged with murder in the death of Molly Tibbetts. Investigators say they used surveillance video in tracking down Rivera. The video showed 20-year-old Tibbetts jogging in a rural area near her home. Hometown of Brooklyn, as well as Rivera's car. Police announced the charge at a press conference just hours after they found what they believe to be the body of Tibbets in a field covered with corn stalks. <laughs> Tibbets was last seen on July 18th in Brooklyn, a rural, a rural town about four, of about 1,400 people, as she took a routine evening jog. It's unclear whether she returned to the home where she was dog sitting for her boyfriend and her boyfriend's brother, who both were out of town. She was reported missing by her family the next day after she didn't show up for work at a day camp for children. Tibbetts disappearance set off a massive search involving dozens of officers from the fbi as well as state and local agencies the focus they focused much of their efforts in and around brooklyn uh, searching farm fields ponds and homes Tibbetts a psychology major would have been a junior this uh, year starting this week actually in iowa city about 50 miles east of brooklyn she was staying with her longtime boyfriend and working while home from school over the summer this is also uh, a sad story. A th- well a three-year-old and a one-year-old boy survived alone for about two days after their, uh, they were passengers in a single car wreck that killed their mother in South Arkansas. The older boy was found first wandering alone on Monday morning along a road in Camden about 85 miles southwest of Little Rock. Authorities posted the boy's photo online in hopes of identifying him and learned that his mother hadn't been seen for days. Later Monday, police returned to the area uh, where the boy was found and discovered a wrecked car in in a deep ravine not visible from the road. Mm -hmm. Authorities found the body of the boy's mother, who had been ejected from the car, and his one-year-old brother, who was awake and alert in the car seat.
1: That's crazy.
3: Yeah, investigators believe the wreck happened two days earlier and that the boy was able to climb out of the wreckage. The toddler's survival is uh, even more remarkable given the heat over the weekend. They said temperatures reached well into the 90s. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: That's a miracle.
3: The younger boy was taken to Arkansas Children's Hospital to be treated for dehydration, but his condition isn't life-threatening, authorities said. A Roman Catholic priest was charged on Tuesday with groping a 17-year-old girl and sending her nude images of himself just a week after a grand jury reported the church had covered up death. Decades of child molestation by priests across the state. The charges of felony corruption of minors and misdemeanor indecent assault against 30-year-old Kevin Longergan were not a result of the landmark grand jury investigation, but stemmed from a complaint filed in June after the grand jury had finished its work. Authorities said this is at least the second case of possible priest abuse being investigated in the Allentown diocese uh, since the grand jury finished the report, which identified 301 predator priests in a half a dozen Pennsylvania dioceses, including 37 in Allentown, going back to the 1940s. Authorities have charged just two priests as a result of the grand jury investigation, including a priest who has since pleaded guilty. But because of time limits in state law of the prosecution of old cases, uh, the Attorney General Josh Shapiro said that those two were the only priests named in the report that his office could charge. Some of those named were prosecuted years ago, uh, and more than 100 are dead. Allentown Diocese officials immediately reported the matter to law enforcement, and Longergan has been removed from active ministry in sports this morning.
2: Ball sacks are young.
3: Andrew Stevenson and Wilmer Defoe hit back-to-back home runs in a five-run sixth inning, and the Nationals rallied past the Phillies 10-4 last night in Washington, hours after the Nats traded Daniel Murphy and Matt Adams. Stevenson, who was recalled from AAA Syracuse earlier in the day and had to drive to D.C. because no flights were available, tied the game with his first career home run, a two-run pinch hit shot to center. The loss pushed the Phillies two games behind the Atlanta Braves for first place in the National League East. The series in Washington continues tonight. Zach Eflin will start for the Phillies. Stevenson. Strasburg will pitch for the Nats the game time is at game times at 7.05. Eagles quarterback Nick Foles will play in Thursday night's preseason game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, according to coach Doug Peterson. Foles injured his throwing shoulder last week against the New England Patriots after being hit by defensive end Adrian Claiborne in the second quarter. Foles clutched his arm as he went to the turf and did not return to the game. Meanwhile, receiver Alshon Jeffrey remains on the physically unable to perform list and is unlikely to make an appearance this preseason. Receiver uh, Nelson Aguilar and running back Jay Ajayi, are dealing with lower body injuries and are day-to-day. Kickoff in Cleveland tomorrow night is at 8 o'clock, and the Eagles are still the Super Bowl yeah. champs. And that's what happened for you this morning. All right,
2: thank you very much, Gaff. we got more for you this morning as well. A few things to get to. Today, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day. I think I still have some
1: makeup left over from our uh, oh photo God. shoot yesterday. I had some get in my eyes yesterday. You too? Yeah.
2: Steve, oh, you like, I'm, I'm at home. Why
1: are my eyes burning?
2: Why are my yeah. eyes watering? Yeah.
1: And what I, I was what like, "What kind of makeup I was, was like, it?" All of a sudden, like, we had a whole makeup staff. Yeah, we had a, there was a staff here. Yeah, that there did was like photo. five or six girls. Uh, they were amazing. They were wonderful. They were a lot of fun. But I was I was worked on. Like <laughs> I, I didn't have that much that many people over me when I had surgery. But Steve, I'm sitting. Around,
2: I'm like later. On, I'm like,
1: is, I,
2: uh, is there like I haven't seen excess pollen. It's been yeah. raining so much, and my eyes are burning. You know, they're they're kind of puffy and they're they're wet. And <laughs> later on, hours later, I'm like the makeup. make-up. <laughs> I'm like, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Just not used to it. Though.
1: how do you girls well, do it? Also, how do
2: you girls do it? Well, and also you're supposed to take it <laughs>
1: off. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I don't know that. Uh, besides that, it was so light. You know, yeah, they, I mean, they it gave, wasn't. They, they drew. They gave me eyebrows and the perception that I'm. so really? In some way, human. Yeah. Well, they they just did. They just touch up. They just touch up. But they, it, they, it was so they, subtle. You didn't like walk by a mirror. It's not like TV makeup. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. you, you go, was Christ, son, what's wrong yeah, yeah.
2: Right. It's to yeah. it's to keep from shining in. Right, right, right. In, uh, in photos. Still. You're so, not so that aware had, of it. We had a company wide uh, headshots. We had to get done, and I, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. I told Rochelle. <laughs> I'm like I'm half. I'm in the other side of the house, and I go oh <laughs> like that and she's like what and i'm like i just figured out why my eyes yeah. have been God, watering and burning Goddamn damn makeup oh that's funny steve oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. all right but uh anyway so uh yeah so maybe there's still a little bit of pancake left on uh for the our fox good day appearance we'll
1: do that later we're well, we we basically doing the walk of shame with the uh, the uh, yeah. makeup from yesterday Smeared, holding uh, our shoes in our hands mascara yeah, all over yeah. and whatnot what the- But uh, nonetheless
2: uh we're good to go for it today uh, we have a secret text word today. We have your chance to win tickets as MMR presents Godsmack and Shine Down with uh, Red Sun Rising. at the BB&T Pavilion on Sunday. Uh, text word secret to 39333. And let's see if you can win. And by the way, to, listen to uh, Brent Porsche, He's in for Jackson all week. He's got chances to win and qualify you for a meet and greet with Down, which is pretty damn cool. Nice. Super nice guy, yes. by the way. Uh, So text the word secret to 39333. We'll see if you win a little bit later on. We'll ask for the designated call to give us a word that we bounce back to you. And we'll do a random text or two. So a couple of different ways to win. And speaking of winning, Marissa Magnata out and about tonight. It is yet another Miller Lite London calling with the Green Legion. Preston and Steve in London, England tour taking place. Oh, my God. And somebody's going with us. Yeah. And we have your chance to win a trip to do this. And there are... Various appearances that are going on, courtesy of our friends from Miller Lite. And tonight, Marissa and the MM Army will be at Destination Dog, which is at 1111 Walnut in Philly. And Miller Lite specials will be taking place. And while you're there, make sure you grab a ticket. And if you're randomly chosen, you'll be one of our finalists to come and possibly win the trip to London. Must be present to win. Heads up on that. And it's a good time because I think if you're also one of the finalists, you do win tickets to an Eagles home game. Nice. So very cool tonight. And um, listen, we're only doing 12 of these. So get out to as many of them as possible. And you could be with us in London, England for a live broadcast as we do that in October. It's pretty cool. Those
1: kind of odds are much better than you against every listener of the show. Totally. I mean, it's it's really good. Yep. So uh, uh, make sure you get out
2: there. It's a destination dog tonight. Oh, and that'll be from 7 to 9, by the way. Uh, we have one more slot to fill for the Bitch Box Party, which is tomorrow night. Kathy's uh, Bitch Box Part 2 and the Zeta to Pie Sorority. So you'll have to listen at some point this morning. (laughs) Yes. We'll give that away.
4: I I just never realized how... huge these things are because yeah. I, I mean the bitch I mean, box yeah oh yeah this, are this you is just, the say, just requesting out the answer me to this too thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah
2: yesterday angela perfetto from our calendar comes walking in she came in to do marissa's makeup yeah for the uh for yeah. the headshots and she comes walking in the first things like can i get a bitch box
3: bitch box now
2: bitch box now is that what bitch she said now. <laughs> yeah. so uh my wife wants one and i'm like look you gotta you gotta come to the event and yeah. that's the way it works so We will have your opportunity to win one last time today. So listen up for your chance to grab that. All right. Those things and more taking place during the course of the show. Let's uh, take a break. Come back in a moment. Stupid question. And the entertainment report is on the way. If you're with us regularly, you know this stuff. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. This 93.3
1: WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors.
2: Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, I go to Hand and Stone Massage Facial Spa. Listen, whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massages or facials start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details.
0: French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else?
1: Are you ready for love? If so, Stephen makes it easy hand-picking diamonds to create a stunning engagement ring that's guaranteed to take her breath away. Stephen Singer Jewelers Real Love Experts at the other corner of 8th and Walnut or IHateStevenSinger.com.
2: Hey, gang, it's Preston. Listen, these days, you know how it is. You can get practically everything you want on demand. I mean, it's like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? Hey, all you need is stamps.com. What is that? Well, I'm here to tell you, friends, with stamps.com. You can access all the services of the post office and do it right from your desk. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just click, you print, you mail, and you're done, my friend. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Here's what you got to do to get it all, gang. Right now, use Gadzooks for a special free offer. They have a four-week trial that includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait on this. You want to check it out now? Now, go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word Gadzooks. Once again, that's Stamps.com and enter Gadzooks. Check this out. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question this morning, giving away tickets to see Tom Segura, and he is going to be playing at the Miriam Theater November 16th and 17th, three shows over the course of two days. Uh, thank you to Casey for all these awesome Trivia questions that he gave me uh, for Stupid Question. And I think I'm going to go with this one. This is interesting. So before uh, Harambe yes. in 2016, the uh, gorilla, yes, this lion in Zimbabwe gained recognition after <clears throat> he was killed by a dentist from Minnesota. What was the lion's oh, yeah. name? I remember that clearly. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely that. Yeah. What question. was the lion's name? I never would have gotten this. Two one five two six three WMMR. Pretty good, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. So Thank you, P buds. So All now, <laughs> let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays. Today is uh, Wednesday, August twenty second. Uh, We were just talking about Kristen Wiig yesterday. It yes, was her birthday today. Ah, <clears throat>
1: she is uh, forty-five years old. We you talking about how she's playing Cheetah in the new Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, no, Wonder well, Woman's I main we said nemesis.
2: It was her Birthday the other day. Yeah, Did it was. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's why we were talking about her the other days because you said it was her birthday. Yeah, I no, think, what yeah. we were talking about it last time. We were, we were, No,
2: no, I think I brought up her birthday and you had said. Uh, Oh yeah, she's in the. uh, I just saw her in the uh, poster for uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah,
1: we we need to do some digging. Our investigative news department, Kathy, we're putting you on it. Okay, I think we're. uh, It says here she was born August
2: twenty second. It's particularly long birth. Sometimes there maybe maybe it happened. (laughs) You know, right at the uh, at the cusp at the midnight, yes, at the stroke of midnight. And Marissa, uh, can we check the tape on that? She was halfway out. Exactly. (laughs) At two seconds till and then came. Let it breathe. Yeah. yeah. Two seconds after. You're going to want to let that breathe a little bit. (laughs) Anyway, she's 45 today. Uh, Vernon Reed, yes. guitarist for Living Color, who has appeared at the Camp Out for Hunger. One of my favorite memories of all the Camp Out for Hungers, their yeah. performance. Loved it. They were badass, man, and uh, he can shred. Uh, he is 60 years old today, Mr. Vernon Reed.
0: Casey, who in the band was uh, really good at Papa Shot? Oh, that was, uh, I'm,
2: I'm sorry, I'll oh. answer. It was Will Calhoun, Okay, the drummer. I think gonna... he's still, does
1: he still have the, the, the title?
2: Oh, oh, yeah. He rocked the Papa Shot. Yes. It was like 82 or so, 82 points or something uh, like
4: that. I I thought maybe he might (laughs) be a cyborg because (laughs) I've never seen a score like that before or after.
2: Yeah, he was killing it. He's a great drummer, too. Everybody in that band's fantastic. Um, Singer and songwriter Tori Amos Uh, is uh, 55 years old. Emotionally
1: wrought. Yeah. Rides the piano side saddle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Some of her stuff is good. I don't think you could listen to an entire concert of that oh, without I went. wanting to. You, did you? And I went to a concert. What was and it like? It
3: was like that. Like that, okay. Like, I mean, I was young, so I don't remember all of it, but yeah, I just remember being like, this isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, she's a,
2: she's, a dynamic, whip, whip. she's a dynamic performer, but the songs are... Uh,
3: all of them are like that.
2: Yeah, they're a little deep and they're a little mm-hmm. uh, down. And yeah. You
1: need one electric slide.
2: Yeah, I saw her. She did a Sonic session, a recording session that we used to uh, record um, with uh, Y100, and she was really good, but that's only like five songs, you know, yeah, so that was enough. take that. And uh, she was really nice. I went it. to one where
4: it was only one song, and we waited. No, not with Tori Amos, but similar, Fiona Apple. Yeah. We waited for an hour. One song? She came out, and she didn't even do Criminal. She did Never Is A Promise. <laughs> I don't even yeah. remember that song. No. It's. Oh, I mean, man. it. never mind. I don't even want to get into it. But, uh, freaking yeah. Fiona Apple. That was a beautiful song. <laughs>
2: uh, she's, uh, fi- uh, Tori Amos is 55 today. Uh, David Chase, the man who brought you The Sopranos. Yes. He is 73 years old today. He
1: also he has he, his career was writing for TV shows throughout the years. I remember that old series, uh, Kohl's Shack, The Night Stalker. Uh, Carl Kolschak, the vampires, and all yeah. that stuff. He he started writing on shows like that years okay. and years and years ago.
2: Uh, celebrating his 73rd birthday today. Uh, Cindy Williams, uh, who was uh, Shirley. Shirley Feeney on Laverne and Shirley.
1: She was great. Her mm. and uh, Penny Marshall as a duo with the physical comedy and the verbal stuff. They yeah. were really, really damn good. Yeah. Yeah. So Bam Bam
4: called me this morning, yeah. and he told me that it was her birthday today. And then like he's you were not like, gonna
1: find out, like
4: I wasn't gonna, a, I wasn't gonna find out. But then also, he's like, I'm gonna play it tonight. I'm gonna say Shavazo for I was like, that's
1: oh. what you say at a brass Shavazo for So
4: he's he, you know, obviously he doesn't, he can't. I mean, he says <laughs> yeah, Iron Hill Brewery.
1: You know, um, it's, it. it's regular <laughs> English is gonna like, be difficult. I Schlam- go Slomio uh, Slomaz. Schlam- 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 he's like, how did you know that? She plays basically, uh, so her, she and Ron Howard, and, and Laverne and Shirley obviously debuted on Happy Days, but they're both in American Graffiti as boyfriend and girlfriend.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, she's celebrating her 71st birthday today.
1: Now, you got to help
2: me with the name here. I always mess it up. Uh, it's a Mr. Echo uh, from Lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Triple A. Uh, Etowale. Anamame. Ekonoye Ak- uh, Ag- Agbaje. I don't remember. How he Thankfully,
4: he's his good. career
1: is on the skid, so you don't have to say it a lot.
4: <laughs> we played back that interview when we had him and Kid Harrington in the studio. Oh, with yeah. the, uh, from Pompeii. Yep. Which yeah. is
2: a crappy,
1: fun movie.
2: Uh, by the way, uh, at the uh, White Dog Cafe the other night the Alpha Bravo Canine, a canine event, uh, one of the dogs was named Mr. Echo. Oh,
1: really? Uh, was cool oh, that's for,
2: awesome. That's a cool name for a dog. Uh, he was also in Oz, and uh, he plays Killer Croc in Suicide Squad as yeah. well. Uh, he's 51. And the last birthday I saw is actor Rodrigo Santoro, uh, and you know him from Love Actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a guy that's with that almost ends up with Laura Linney, but not quite. Uh, He's in Three Hundred. He was in Lost as well, and uh, he's on the show Westworld.
1: He he plays uh, the uh, the the big. King, the big um, Xerxes, or is it Xerxes? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, 300. Okay. Hey, do you want to go back to the tape of uh, Kristen Wig's birthday yesterday? Please. Sure. All, All right. right, here you go. All right, this is it. She's
2: 29 today. Uh,
1: Kristen Wigg, I love her. So, a picture of, if you look at that uh, 19, <laughs> uh, there's a picture that they did of that. This was yesterday? This is yesterday. Oh, my God. So, so yes, <laughs> it was just a long birth. I yeah, think that's it. It's that not be. impossible that she started giving birth. Okay. So, it was her birthday
2: yesterday and today. Both yesterday. Happy birthday. Uh, Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. So before Harambe in 2016, this lion in Zimbabwe gained recognition after he was killed by a dentist from Minnesota. What was the lion's name, not the dentist's name? 215-263-WMMR. Let's try Keegan out. Hi, Keegan. Good morning.
5: Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work.
2: You're all good, my man. Tell me the name of that lion, please. Cecil. Cecil. That's it. Cecil. Yeah. Hang on a second, Keegan. You got it right. And we got a pair of tickets as Live Nation presents the talented Tom Segura, the hilarious comedian with a new Netflix special, Mostly Stories. And Tom's three, he's got three shows at the Miriam Theater November 18th and uh, 17th. uh, I'm sorry, 16th and 17th with a 10 p.m. show on the 17th. Just add You can get tickets at KimmelCenter.org or at the Kimmel Box office. All right, so got a couple of heavy stories to begin with. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, heavy on a couple levels. Yeah. He's just a large
1: man. It's like a, a
2: deuce 60. Uh, and he is being sued by a woman who claims that he raped her at the Cannes Film Festival in 2006. We had wow. already touched on this the other day. Attorneys for Emma Lohman a resident of Germany who has worked as a producer, actor, and model filed a civil uh, complaint on Monday. Uh, the allegations are similar to the ones that have followed. the. the if you follow the Wein- Weinstein story, it begins with his dogged pursuit of the alleged victim, is yes. followed by an alleged attack, and is concluded with the Oscar-winning producer ending her career. Gen- I still
3: can't believe that, like, rape is being, you know, like, that's what he did.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, generally, the suit claims that he violated human trafficking laws. Remember, we hit this uh, a few yes. days ago and is accusing him of assault, battery, and false imprisonment. Uh, The suit seeks compensatory damages of $75,000 as well as punitive damages. Uh, Loman claims in her suit that Weinstein's pursuit was relentless, including having his assistant call Loman up to 30 times a day wow. and that he told her, quote, that it would be important for him and the Weinstein Company that she attend the festival as his guest so that they could discuss her acting career. She adds that to the Weinstein Company, he paid for her flights and accommodation, which I think is where the trafficking mm-hmm. comes in. Yep. When she went to his hotel suite uh, nominally to discuss upcoming roles, Weinstein quickly dropped his professional demeanor. He instead overpowered her and apparently took advantage of her. Uh, during the alleged rape, the suit claims Weinstein bragged that he had recently received a negative result from an HIV test as well. Woo, woo, hoo. And uh, then he apparently removed his protection and continued oh, to what violate a slob. Him. So What A A disgusting slob. That's just another one that they're throwing on the pile against him. Yeah. I wonder when these will, you know, when this all starts to really culminate in charges and yes, things like that. Yes, because, or,
1: or, you know. Uh, court. It looks like, uh, you know, my guess is uh, a number of guilty verdicts will start to come out in these various things and they're going to start stockpiling them. So, yes, he'll, so he'll be he'll be, you know, serving time for concurrent cases.
2: Now, uh, off of that, Asia Argento is speaking out about allegations that she sexually assaulted the 17 year old boy in 2013. Uh, the 42 year old said that uh, she never had any sexual relationship uh, with this person, uh, Bennett. And that, in fact, her late boyfriend, Anthony Bourdain, had helped her pay him to end his, quote, longstanding persecution of her. Uh, In a statement uh, reported first by journalist uh, Yashar Ali, uh, she says Bourdain considered Bennett dangerous and believed a $380,000 payout to him was a way to deal compassionately with Bennett's demand for help after he unexpectedly made an exorbitant uh, request of money from me. Uh, she said that she was deeply shocked and hurt by having read news that is absolutely false, a reference to a New York Times report detailing Bennett's allegation. Right. Uh, TMZ notably claims that they have seen a post sex selfie and texts in which Argento contradicts herself on the subject. I haven't seen those yet. No. But they I've say heard. that they,
1: I guess they have Just them. heard that they had them, or claim to have them. If
2: they have them, then they'll probably release them, I would think. So.
1: No, TMC likes to keep that stuff uh, secret, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and
2: following that up, Rose McGowan, uh, usually a fierce critic of anyone accused of assault, has found herself in a tricky situation as one of Weinstein's accusers and one of Argento's close friends. On Twitter, after the story detailing the allegations against Argento broke, McGowan wrote, None of us know the truth of the situation, and I'm sure more will be revealed. Jeez. Be gentle, she said. But uh, some people have slammed her for, you know, double standards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see how this plays out. Yeah. Yeah. For-
1: it's a quagmire.
2: Uh, some lighter stuff. Twitter empress Chrissy Teigen shared details from her daughter's first day at school. And uh, naturally, it involves a little projectile vomit. <laughs> uh, and it was from Chrissy, I believe. Is she, uh, she's not pregnant, is no, she? No, she's not. Uh, but she said, hello, everyone from Luna's school orientation today. Uh, uh, this is on Twitter, she wrote. I'm sorry, I projectile puked caffeine upon arrival couldn't open my eyes, and had the noisiest newborn in the room. Not a joke. Very sorry. See you tomorrow. And no, she didn't lose her cookies because she's nervous. She said it was last night's wine and Korean barbecue and jet lag combo. There you go. Uh, somebody had, uh, I guess asked her on Twitter, uh, sure you're not prego. And she responded, please Lord, not right now. She just gave birth. Yeah. They just welcomed, uh, miles in May. So I don't think she's uh, turning around and
1: what is the yeah. turnaround um, rate? Usually What's the, uh, I don't know. Like Irish twins, man. It can yeah, be
2: like, yeah, they're like pretty like, quick. Yeah, 10 months. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's just,
4: which, can like, you come imagine? On, can you just please
2: give your girlfriend
4: or wife's? I mean,
1: right. I mean, just as the baby's coming out, you're crawling up on top again. I
2: know you have wants and needs, but geez. (laughs) Hey, uh, Hillary Swank apparently married Philip Schneider. Schneider at the St. Lucia Preserve in Carmel, California. This is uh, like it it happened without big announcement or anything like that. Is according to a statement. Her dress made of Chantilly lace. Ooh, and a a ponytail. She's got a pretty face. Uh, silk chiffon and organza silk was designed by uh, Elie Saab Haute Couture Atelier, whatever that means. Uh, the <laughs> the tulle veil was T U L L E. Tulle, Teal? Teal? yeah. Tulle Tool? is it a color?
3: Uh, no, it's a, a fabric, a okay. material.
2: All right. The tulle veil was 19 feet long. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. And she said, uh, I've loved Ellie Saab for years and was thrilled to have him design my dress. Oh, okay. Uh, She told Vogue of the dress, which was inspired by Redwood Trees. She said the entire cast of The
1: Next Karate Kid was there. Oh,
2: that was nice. So the dress was inspired by Redwood Tree. She said, I wanted something romantic that felt as timeless as the Redwood Grove where we were to be married, and he delivered. I love you. Designing something that far surpassed my greatest expectations. You're wearing a tool.
1: <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, uh, this wedding picture, though, is pretty badass. You got n- unless it's—I uh, assume it's CGI or something or a green screen or whatever. But if it's out there, and they actually caught this moment. It's pretty amazing. You got kind of like a Jacob's ladder light situation going yeah. through the trees. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh,
2: uh, it's beautiful, double rainbow. Double. Oh my god, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? Uh, So she said he delivered, designing something that far suppressed, surpassed. Your love
1: is like the trees. It's all
2: I got. (laughs) Uh,
4: Well, I'm sorry. You have to go on. Uh, How is it like the trees? It's tall, Oh, there's
2: squirrels in it. (laughs) (laughs) There's squirrels in my love. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, So she said that... uh, it uh, far surpassed my greatest expectations. It was everything I imagined and more. She also took the opportunity to remind people that her ex, Chad Lowe, was an alcoholic. Mm. Uh, Law & Order SVU star Mariska Hargaday. Oh, she was there. Was the maid of honor. Actually, what? She was the maid of honor.
4: Yeah. I, okay, Hargaday. they're buddies. Cool. Uh,
2: the pair began dating in 2016 when the actress called off her engagement to Ruben Torres. Uh, so she got married. What
1: that's has sense. she been up to um,
0: acting-wise? lately? Like, oh, not no. a lot,
2: right? Do not know. You'd have to ask uh, Nick on that,
0: Nick. So, Steve, there's a show. Oh, you know what I heard about? The show called uh, Trust. I don't know what channel it was on, but it was about the Gettys. Oh, the that Getty is family. right. Yes, yeah. So she played one of the matriarchs in um, in that, and then she's got a new movie that comes out later this year that's called I Am Mother. And, um, Hear well, me roar? Yeah. Is there a sequel to Million Dollar Baby by any chance? There is not. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to see that. <laughs> they bring How they pull it, Like off. Cyborg, they pull it back up. Well. She was in uh, Logan Lucky as well. So she's acting. She's oh, working. there we go. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then the next, next Karate Kid. Mm. Right. Uh, Kim Kardashian is close to
2: settling her legal battle with Vibes Media, which accused her of ripping off their design for her fragrance line. According to court documents, Vibes is requesting a hearing to be postponed to next month. It was scheduled for this month. The documents claim Kardashians' lawyers have been in touch and that they are discussing settlement positions. In their original suit, Vibes claims that uh, KKW has been marketing, promoting, and is now selling a Vibes perfume. The Vibes perfume comes in a bottle that is a close facsimile of the registered Vibes logo. They're saying too close
1: for comfort. Now, I assume KKW is Kim Kardashian West? Yep, that's it. Yeah, and that's her. That's her brand. That's I her believe. brand. Okay, all yeah.
2: right. So uh, they're saying that uh, that they that she has ripped
1: off uh, their logo, and uh, that they want so they want that taken care of. So, so I was watching, Chris uh, um, Jenner, on a show called Objectified, and uh, so they you know they talk about her her life and her whole thing, and they had a video clip of her with uh, Kylie. At the moment, Kylie's product line for her lips started yeah. going. And within minutes, the line had sold out, and she had made in the time that they're just sort of standing there about thirty million dollars. Oh my god! And I'm like, dear mother of God,
2: I weep for America. Yeah, right? I, I mean, it's it's um yeah. There and here we are, folks. <laughs> <Good> morning, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, you had stuff on the printer this morning, right? right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was having issues with my printer.
4: Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I just I don't get it because it seems to me. And it's probably because I hang out with you know older people
1: that like more people hate them than anything, yeah, but you, you know they' they're they're influencers, they are the epitome of influencers, and
2: especially if you look at the at the the young girl market right you know what i mean me it's, it's uh it's just you know grabbing what's what's hot and and there you go, and yeah, and, I, and and it's it's social fame media. by association, right? A lot to do with that now, yeah.
3: I remember um, a young girl. She was like, I don't even know that she was twenty one at the time, but it was when Jersey Shore was in, and she um, went to one of their events, and she was like, Oh my god, this is like my life. This is, I, I'm so excited, and I couldn't believe that that's how she was talking about the Jersey Shortcast. Like, yeah. you know, we watched it as like, what a train wreck. She watched it and...
2: Yeah, it's a tween thing. Yes. Is what it is. And and I see... Uh, listen, I, I haven't seen the demographics on who's buying these products, but I gotta guess it's in that range. Right. And, and
1: I'll and- guarantee you, people uh, move out of the Kardashian realm. You talk about the tweens, and then they move into Real Housewives realm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. they like that, so there's... They have programming to take them all through. You're right. Yeah. But You're like, totally if you,
4: right. If you were to go back to, like, Uh, our earlier 20s and it was like real world right yeah but yeah but those people those people didn't know how to monetize their efforts you know what
2: yeah and well it was pre-social media Mm -hmm. they they couldn't get out and do it on their own they needed help they needed other you know what i mean oh god yeah now you can promote your own marissa
6: i just realized you guys are describing half my friends yeah yeah Yeah. really yeah i was actually oh then
2: i hate all of your friends
6: (laughs) i only said half of them okay
2: Um, no well i already
4: hated the other half (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I
6: got, oh. I got caught in a conversation. I always get caught in real housewife conversations, but I got caught in one about the Kardashians where they're talking about how Courtney doesn't want to be on the show this season. Yes, she does. And the whole episode <laughs> really? of her like, How
2: old are these people? Thirty four. Thirty four. <laughs>
6: no, wow. they might be like twenty nine to thirty one. They might okay. be like on the younger side of the of the gang.
2: Okay. I'm trying to think you know what, and yeah, so listen, around Yeah, when I was like uh twenty seven, twenty eight years
1: old, I was I was deep into Uh, uh, real Real world world, and rules and all that stuff. There was was... actually, Preston, years and years and years before that, there was a series on PBS called An American Family. I think it was The Loud Family. It was the first time you saw anything like that where the cameras were in the house uh, you know, nothing had been done like that before. The, the couple ended up getting divorced. They had kids. Uh, you know, the one kid was uh, – this had to be in the 70s. Did they live in a regular house or did they regular live in a – Regular house, re- their own house. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, Albert Brooks did a parody of it called uh, Modern Life. hmm B- and his his suggestion was, you can't ever be normal when there are cameras around, right? As this, much as you think, this was when Stephen. This was in the seventies, yeah, okay, an American right. family, and that sort of set all of this verite. Um, yeah. we're just going to let the cameras roll and see what happens wow. things in motion.
2: Yeah. My version of that was James
1: at 16. James at 16. <laughs> I thought that was I real. love that show. That and I was show. well past yeah. their, their, their <laughs> desired demo. <laughs> you but know, I love that show. There's uh, Canada flirted with,
2: with stuff like that too. And believe it or not, um, uh, Alex lifeson of rush was what? was what? on a uh, yeah there's old footage of him <laughs> as a teenager saying I don't want to go to college I'm not gonna blah 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 and all this what was stuff. the name of the show I don't I don't remember I've only seen clips of it it may have been a documentary but okay it, it was just, like it like it was that. just being around wow and letting the cameras
1: roll and huh. it
2: was very very interesting do you the, think
1: the family dynamic do you think all right so so we we have a general uh disdain for this stuff but do you think you could pull off? Um, you know, cameras around. If the charge was pressed, and we really want, we really need you to just be you around the house, and and you know, and and do what you're going to do. Could you could you open up the the, the floodgates and just be you as much as you can be? Um, I don't. I could not do it. Not with difficult. not with people
2: yeah. manning the cameras. If you mounted, if you mounted cameras. And just right. and and they they were autonomous, right? Maybe so, because you'd forget
1: about it after a while, and then you'd do something really stupid. But they have yeah. they, but they they have some cameras, but but like they do have. They I don't know if you forget see about moving it. cameras. Yeah. I see cameras that are apparently following the action.
4: I In, just don't know, Preston, if you would if you would forget about it. I think your brain would would always remember that they're like so. so uh, for instance, and we and you joked about it on our show, but. Uh, the time where you, you bugged out uh, about folding socks, right? You had that, uh, that uh, not Bilbo Baggins or whatever, that moment. Yeah, yeah. Bilbo yeah. Baggins moment. If, which is funny, and the we all have thing. it. Yeah. And, and you're allowed to kind of lose your crap every now and again. Uh-huh. Um, but if, if there was a camera on you at all times, I don't think you would allow yourself to have a moment like that.
1: Or would you amp it up? Because you're creating great – because I'm watching right now uh, our former calendar girl, uh, you know, calendar legend and Hooters Hall of Famer, Brittany, is Mm -hmm. on Very Cavalieri. Right. So believe it or not, I've been watching Very Cavalieri along the way. And you're sitting there knowing what we know because they came to us a few times, local production companies, and wanted to do a reality show based on this show. Right. And we're like – but they call it, you know, sculpting. You yeah. Know. Well, there's there's people there. Th- yeah.
2: That's the thing. Not just the camera people. There's a producer or, or a director that happens to be there. So I think it's a totally different story. And yes, it's an amped up version of what yeah, you yeah. Would normally be doing or a subdued version. Of what I don't you think I could doing. do it. I don't think I could even do but it on, on a performance basis. We're loaded with cameras yeah. in here. I forget about them all the time. You know, I yeah. think I'd, I'd go about my business if they were just mounted in the in the house and you never knew when they were going to be filming. What if these were in the office? uh in, in the yeah, other yeah. yeah you,
3: you wouldn't remember you I would don't know. forget forget thank god for nick murphy and he checks <laughs> yeah. us is uh, he
1: rolling on uh, when we're off air of course he is
3: he watches us from home yes he <laughs> does
1: <laughs> it's like that movie sliver with uh, Billy Baldwin and Sharon <laughs> yeah, Stone. Yeah.
2: Nick what was the name of the
1: uh the uh Alex Lifeson it was called um come,
2: come on Shil- children come, come on might. children yeah don't
1: build do it. like, yeah
2: <laughs> it's called Time to buy a T Roll No just meaning, come on, is. children. Yes, there, that's come a better on. way of saying it.
1: Come on, you. children. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> Try not to go to the pedophilia <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's called come on, children. So. I, I, what, who wouldn't? Yes. Come on. It's right, so, ridiculous. The... Come, come on. Come on, children. just put that in my phone. And... <laughs> 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 yes, I like you. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I'll call What's you it? about your show. It was, <laughs> it, was it. it was misleading. It was very misleading. Bill just
2: on Monday just Literally. went off yeah. on you,
1: that. And, and you, you lasted a couple hours. Are you kidding? Listen, that's the title of the show. Low hanging
5: fruit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're so getting in trouble today. Oh, <laughs> okay.
4: Okay. Oh, my back. Hurts. <laughs> I'm moving on.
5: <laughs>
1: <sighs> I don't. Uh, see, in all seriousness, I would. I would be curious to see a bit of this. To see, it's like that footage they have of Jim Morrison when he was in those ROTC. Yeah. Commercials. Yeah.
2: It's totally different. It's crazy. It's funny because I did see uh, Alex Lifeson reacting to this in in the the Rush documentary Beyond the Light Stage, where he's he's he He's watching the video of himself, and he's going, I'm not going to college. What's what's that going to give me? Blah, blah, blah. And his parents are going, look, we just want the best for you everything. And Alex, (laughs) he goes, you know what? I was wrong and they were right. And, <laughs> wow. and Even though he went on to have this yes, insanely yeah. successful career, he's like, they were right. It would have been safer to go about that way. I took a chance. I got lucky and so on and so and, forth. And but kudos
0: to him for yeah. being
1: able to to give them their due.
2: Had yeah.
0: he seen it before that documentary? or was this I like, don't
2: know. Probably. But, okay. but yeah. it had
0: been a long time. Wow. You could
2: tell since he had seen it. Okay. Moving on. Uh-huh. Uh, let's talk this about. Is a
1: show <laughs> on your network.
2: It's very misleading.
1: <laughs> I was bored. <laughs> I specifically came home early, early from the victory tour. Oh my god. And it was not what I was promised.
2: Come on, children. Is the name of the. Come on. Okay, so Ben Affleck, yes. uh his rumored new love interest Shauna Sexton was photographed out Monday following a sleepover with the 46-year-old Batman. <laughs> is Storm. that what you call it when you're that age?
1: Let's have You want to come over for a sleepover?
2: Right. The 22-year-old Playboy model I want looked, you to do squat thrusts on your face. She looked uh, stunning in a white sundress as she walked her dog and grabbed brunch in L.A. Uh, the pair were first connected. I know.
3: <laughs> it's so funny when you report on that stuff.
2: <laughs> the the pair
1: uh, were... Tell fr- me, do you menstruate? Uh, she looks stunning, but she, everything I've seen her in Ooh. on the skirt level... <laughs> Is has to be just one degree <laughs> south of the pubes because yes. there's there's uh, I mean I she really likes to take risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pair was first connected on a
2: date uh, last Thursday at Nobu. Yeah, uh, Nick's been
1: there. <laughs> I've been there. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, following their Mr. night out. Mr.
1: McElwain is coming. I'm sorry, ha- Mr. Hanks, can you, uh, <laughs> can you finish up and leave? Yeah, uh, oh, uh, uh, he is up uh, He is uh, on the a radio show, Preston and Steve in Philadelphia, and we want to make a good
0: impression. I closed that place, man. I, I, I milked that for as much as I possibly could. It was the most expensive dinner I've ever bought. So, to. once you're done
1: cleaning out the fry later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, Nick got a cut-the-line pass from Rob McElwain. I did, yeah, you yeah, yeah. called and uh, got a... Uh, I asked a, for a favor, Rob.
1: So, Rob Helped. Nick, besides the uh, perceived impression that it's the one of
0: the trendy places, uh, is the food worth it? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm, I like sushi, but I mean, it was really one of the best dinners I've ever had in my life, and uh, the server was like couldn't have been cooler. It was, a, it was a really cool experience. It was a very exper- expensive experience, but it was, it was worth it. I'm going to leave you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. McElwain. Do you have Uh, a reservation for Mr. Hamilton? uh, (laughs) Following
2: their night out. uh, I think you know what I mean. (laughs) Following their night out. um, Oh, look. His buddy George Washington (laughs) has shown up
1: uh uh, uh x uh lindsay shookas
2: deleted her instagram page That's i a- feel
1: i feel bad for lindsay shookas because apparently they had gone to that step where they were house hunting and they were going to move in together and then you get see that's what happens a, a, a playmate in a very short skirt comes by and shook us is out in the garbage and well, you have also, to delete the
0: whole instagram account because you broke up with ben i mean like that must have meant that there were a lot of dedicated stuff to him on there yeah and by the
1: way she's a she's a she's a producer on snl she's yeah well, that's a, what i was gonna say career. like she kind of like up in like
2: she was living in, on the east coast was she not oh and she moved out there for him mm-hmm. okay that was the word all right, well, anyway, he's moved on. He's got a Playboy model. That's where he is. Uh, Mighty Ducks alum Sean Weiss uh, checked, him in, uh, checked himself in a rehab after getting busted for a public intoxication earlier this month. Is
4: he, uh, all right, so I saw something on uh,
2: the internet over the week.
4: No, no, but I, I don't know. Is he the one that was the goalie by any chance? Because uh, I saw a picture, and I was like, <coughs> there's no way that that
2: is him now. He played uh, Goldberg. That's... There- there's a picture of him. Uh, yeah. Oh, Holy it is hell. Yep. Yeah. His, his mugshot is really bad. He wow. looks like. Uh, Not good. Yeah. More well, than just booze. Yeah. He looks like he's aged quite a bit. So uh, he had written. at Oh, this... it's for a role press. It's the mighty drunks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this time, in an effort to break free from the self-destructive patterns he wrote of behave- behavior and drug abuse. Uh, that have landed me at rock bottom. He said, to be real, below rock bottom, even rock bottom is like, holy, yes, how did you get all the way down there? Uh, he wrote this on a lengthy uh, Facebook post on Tuesday. He said, I've checked myself into a well-regarded long-term rehabilitation center. I have uh, surrendered to the reality that without immediate treatment, my life is in imminent danger. So he is well, committed to getting help, uh, which is that, good news.
1: Yes, absolutely. And and it sounds like sometimes uh, uh, they'll people will report they believe they hit bottom, and then they realize they had not hit the bottom they needed to hit mm. to really go for it. And it yeah. sounds like he really, really hit bottom.
2: Uh, in June, Kelly Marie Tran. You remember her from uh, Star yes. Wars? Um, she's, she's getting all that,
1: that uh, Rose. Rose, yeah. nerd. Uh, um, backlash. Yeah. Fan bat. Yeah, Yeah, bat. yeah.
2: And uh, she she was the first woman of color to co-star in a Star Wars film. Uh, she deleted her Instagram account after facing months of harassment from angry fans. And now she's uh, providing context to her decision with a lengthy op-ed in the New York Times. In the piece, she says that uh, she spent much of her life battling harassment and marginalization. Uh, the trolls, she writes, seem to confirm what well, growing up as a woman and a person of color already taught me that I belonged to. In margins and spaces, spaces valid only as a minor character in uh,
1: their lives and stories. Do you know what's funny about this, Preston, is that, is that science fiction as a whole it has always been... About inclusion. Like Star Trek. Yes. I, 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 the IDAC, which is the principle that Gene Roddenberry came up, infinite diversity and infinite combinations. It was yeah. a, you, you had the bridge of the enterprise in the 60s, which looked like the United Nations. Exactly. It was all, it was, it's always been a main thrust of a lot of science fiction, and here yeah. you have these – it just seems
0: antithetical re- to what re- it's supposed to be about. I read her piece yesterday, and uh, it's pretty powerful. She's a, a good writer, and she, I think, got beat down. Uh, yeah, by a lot of things is. that have happened, happened over the last year, but she sounds, at least from the, these words, a lot stronger.
1: I hope so. I've, and this is this is, by the way, this is representative, I'm sure, of, of a f- of a, a very vociferous fringe, because the bulk of people who really get drawn to stuff like this, or you know, they tend to be pleasant people sure and when you but but when you look at it and uh, which she
2: did through the through the uh, um the filter of uh, social media yes those yes. negative things they they stand out it's, they're, it's they're augmented gong. and it just it can
1: if you're not ready for you're it exactly it, right. it can floor you yeah i don't care how seasoned you are you, yeah. you, you start you get a deluge Uh, And it's going to turn your world around.
2: Uh, She said she no longer wants to live in such a constrained space. She said, I want to live in a world where children of color don't spend their entire adolescence wishing to be white. I want to live in a world where women are not subjected to scrutiny for their appearance or their actions or their general existence. I want to live in a world where people of all races, religions, socioeconomic classes, sexual orientations, gender identities and abilities are seen as what they've always been, human beings.
1: Yes, who's in charge of your program? <laughs> you,
2: what are you doing? I'll wait. <laughs> uh, she's, uh, this is just the beginning. Uh, as she writes, uh, you may, uh, you might know me as Kelly. I'm the first woman of color to have a leading role in a Star Wars movie, and I'm the first Asian woman to appear on the cover of Vanity Fair. My real name is Lone, and I'm just getting started. So she's, uh, it sounds like she's going to come out uh, a better person on the other side. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is planning to release her second line for Gap Kids. And she says that this one was inspired by hand-me-downs. It's the pony line. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah. Gap Ponies. Uh, This idea of (laughs) hand-me-downs and sharing. We are are despicable people. Stupid. Uh, and uh, passing on is what I grew up as one of eight, and it's what I do now, I do as a sibling now. There's 13 nieces and nephews, and we spend a huge amount of time passing around bins of clothes. Uh, the line will include jeans, backpacks, dresses, and shirts, priced between uh, $14.95 and $7. So, very, very affordable. <laughs>
1: this, is, this is just a peripheral <laughs> thing, but uh, um, I had posted a clip from Seabiscuit online. You <laughs> just remind me of this. And people ask what that was from on, on Twitter. If you've never seen this, Sarah Jessica Parker is not in it. But if you have never seen Sea Biscuit, you need to see it. It's one of the greatest movies oh, yeah. ever made. It's fantastic. All right. Uh, two more
2: things. Stranger Things. Woo! Uh, in a new talk, uh, David Harbour, who plays, of course, uh, Hopper, the chief, uh, explains that one of the big cinematic influences on next year's season of Stranger Things because they've they've had a lot of uh, influences from the 80s in Stephen their Stephen King in their shows, yeah. Uh, but it's a bit distant from like Spielberg thrillers and yes. sci-fi coming-of-age stories that characterized first two seasons. Fletch is going to be an influence. Stop it! No, in this oh, Man,
4: that makes me so happy. Are <laughs> they yeah. going to do the Are they going to do the Fletch
2: theme? I don't know. Uh, it's they're very. I wouldn't put it past them. They're they're uh, they're very loyal. Uh, So he had said that uh, Fletch is uh, one movie that we get to play around and have some fun with this season, which you wouldn't expect from Stranger Things, and you wouldn't expect from the Spielberg universe, and you certainly wouldn't expect from a darker season, he said, Uh, but it might very well be related to the casting of Jake Busey, Gary Busey's son. Yeah. He's been here in our studio before. He's going to play a character named Bruce, described as a Hawkins Post reporter with, quote, questionable morals and a sick sense of humor.
1: <laughs> so he may be a Fletch-type character okay. Okay. who's
2: investigating some of the things that are going
1: on. I can't wait, though. The <laughs> word is it's 2019, right? That's it's well I, into 2019. I think it said summer 2019. Or yeah. T- you know, uh,
2: next summer uh, which was, they had a commercial for a mall yeah. in Hawkins, and then it said coming next summer at the end, which led people to believe that the season won't be coming around to right. next summer, which sucks. But uh, Harbour also touches on a number of other topics relating to the upcoming season, including his speculations about Hopper's backstory and teasing of the puberty part of the coming-of-age story, with Harbour saying 11 And Hawkins' relationship is going to get far more complex because, you know, things happen to girls and boys when they're 13 and 14. A lot of changes go on in the body. He's right. He's right. A lot of changes go on in the body and in your social life. And I don't think he's going to handle watching her become a woman in front of his eyes very well. Uh, He said that's a horrifying thing for him, maybe even more so
1: than frightening interdimensional monsters. So didn't you love season two? Oh my god it was great it was great and, and and they actually um raised I loved season 1 but season 2 got better got yeah. it, it got even more engaging Kathy you watching stranger things at all uh, You know
3: what I watched one episode and I was like okay I like that and then I never you was You know what? It. It, from, from like a
1: lost level I know you were in loss you know, like you know freakier things it, it's it's not thundering terrifying so you don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. it's just good yeah. it's just really good one last story. Uh, train spotting director Danny Boyle has
2: left the helm of James Bond 25. Production was due to begin in early December. But in a statement posted to the official James Bond Twitter account, producers revealed that he had quit. Uh, the tweet stated simply, it said, Michael G. Wilson, Barbara Broccoli, and Daniel Craig today announced that due to creative differences, Danny Boyle has decided to no longer direct Bond 25.
1: Love Danny Boyle, one of my favorite directors. But uh, some of the stuff he was talking about in directions he wanted to lead the Bond character in, I was not a fan of. So maybe that was probably part of the uh, the parting of the ways. Yeah. Uh, the name Chris Nolan's been bandied about. Okay. And well, that that could work. Yeah. That could work. You know, if because I know Nolan's a purist in the Bond, you know, realm. So we'll see. They've also
2: thrown around the names uh, David Arnold, Martin Campbell, and Patty Jenkins as well. Yes. So uh, they're they're trying to figure out who might be Patty the, Jenkins would the be right the pick. first female Bond director ever, and she's solid, man. Oh yeah. She's yeah. done some great movies. All right, we're ready for clips. The Sinner is a drama-filled series about Detective Ambrose being pulled back into his hometown by hidden secrets and a dark murder. Sinner. Uh, here... Here... Star Jessica Biel talks about the motivation that she has towards her work with the show. Here we go.
6: You have to step forward and grab your career by the horns and say, all right, this is what we're doing. And I'm going to find something that inspires me and I'm going to fight for it. I don't give
2: a <laughs> f- uh The Sinner airs tonight at 10 p.m. on USA. Sinner. Let's go-, <laughs> Let's go to the next clip. <laughs> Uh, America's Got Talent is in its 13th season inviting contestants to impress the judges with their extraordinary abilities. Here, Simon Cowell talks about his likes and dislikes about the talents. I like it when you're surprised, you know, when you're not expecting someone to be good and they are good. It's when someone's seen something already and they try and do it again. It's like there's not going to be a surprise I find that boring. Shut the f*** up! America's Got Talent airs live tonight, 8 o'clock on NBC. So, so excited for it. I know you are. Uh, And that is what I have for you this morning in my entertainment report. Uh, Let me see here. That's old news. Don't worry about that. Okay, sorry. I saw breaking news. It is not breaking news. We're going to take a break. We're going live on Fox Good Day this morning. Uh, We will do the last of our Bitch Box invites. Make sure you are listening if you want to get to that. The party is tomorrow night. Uh, but I do want to remind you, we have a secret text word as well up for grabs. Godsmack and Shine Down tickets to see the show. It's at the BB&T Pavilion on Sunday. Text word secret 39333. See if you can win a little bit later on. We'll take a break and be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Dorothy. Take me down, down to the Fozzie. Should've said, should've said Stone Temple Pilots.
6: More of everything that rocks on 93.3 WMMR.
2: Don't forget tonight, Miller Lite event. It is the uh, Miller Lite London calling with Green Legion trip to London, England uh, that we are having with the Preston and Steve show. And uh, tonight, Marissa is going to have the opportunity to get registered to win that trip. Marissa will be at Destination Dog. It's at 1111 Walnut in philadelphia and she'll be there from uh, seven to nine she'll have miller light specials and uh eagles home game tickets to give away and you just might be one of our finalists for the trip to london so that's
0: tonight don't miss it you know that she has one tomorrow night after bitch box as well no? yes yeah,
1: she's, a, she's yeah.
0: no. doing a tour for tomorrow night <laughs> yeah, yeah. really yeah i'll be at that one as well because it's right
2: around the corner from my house okay all so. right so and we'll do one last bitch box uh, giveaway at some point this morning listen for your chance to win uh, today's big day. I was, uh, I caught on the news that things might be a little bit more busy traffic wise around, uh, Penn and Temple. It's move in day today. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I, it'll probably be later in the day that, uh, that the, uh, traffic will pick up because people getting all their crap out
1: and getting it ready to go in. I've gotten caught, uh, down, uh, University City on yeah. Penn's move in day. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. But you know what? There's just so much going on that even if you're stuck in traffic, you're like, there's a whole bunch to watch because there's just, you know, loads of students arriving, buses, all this stuff. It's, It's pandemonium, but it's cool.
3: I remember when I moved in, uh, it was so crowded and so busy that you had to wait. I mean, a really long time for the elevator. And I moved into the fourth floor. We moved everything. <laughs> oh, we moved everything up the stairs. Oh. So is this me, sad. my mom, and dad?
1: So does this technically, you couldn't move in any sooner, correct? So today it well, would be the first freshman.
3: This was yeah. I was a freshman. Okay. so fr- Yeah. No, we couldn't move in. We had to move in that day. I think it was like I think there was actually a freshman move-in day. Okay. Yeah, the That's only time
4: to move in sooner is if you're playing sports. So by the time I got to school. My my freshman year, my roommate had already been in there for a few days because of soccer camps. So, All right. Okay. Uh, in fact, my my niece uh, just started her freshman year at Widener, and she moved in on Thursday. And her her roommate. Uh, just got there yesterday. You know,
1: it amazed me though. You, you look at the, there was a picture in one of the papers. This is this is what students live in, and like it looked like any dorm I've ever seen in my life. It's <laughs> like, how does this suddenly qualify as squalor? It, it's it's a standard dorm. Room. Yeah, we went
2: to uh, my my son went to a uh, a, a music camp this uh, this summer, and we went up to uh, Reading. Yeah, uh, to what is the school in Reading? Um, Alvernia. No, no never. Um, so. Harvard. No, uh, it's a my guy's name. Went there. No, oh, oh my
4: gosh, it begins with an A. Albright, Albright. Albright. Yeah. Thank you. It, it, so, so we went to oh, Albright, and, and everybody else was talking at the same time.
2: He had to stay there for a few days, and so we we popped up for a performance uh, before they were leaving on the trip, and went into the dorm room where he was staying. It <laughs> it was as bare bones as yeah. you could. yeah. I mean, it's just. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a brick room. That's yeah. It. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's uh, the concrete, uh, cinder, yeah. cinder- blocks. Yeah. That's oh, it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
4: And so listen, when they give you your room, it's fine. It's bare bones. It's what you're able to do with it in the next month or so. And you and can, you talk about squalor. Like, I uh, you know, I, I went back to visit my school not too long ago and it was a pit and it smelled terrible. And I missed it. I The second yeah. I walked into that room, I was like, oh, my God, it smells so well, bad. Well, let me tell you something. Uh,
1: d- going through this trains you on the odds of you leaving college with your whopping debt and being able to get something you're going to really be happy about living in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, so, so, you know, it, yeah. it's okay to get good at, at, hey, you know, I can live in here. I had my share of basement apartments. I made it work, yeah. you know? Yeah.
3: I remember. Th- I was horrified by that, though, like the cinder block walls, and I was like, oh my god. Like, it's like a jail cell. It's kind of like a jail cell. So I was like, what? this whole college experience is like jail. It's Did you terrible. go out and shop
1: for your own cinder blocks? No,
3: but you know what? I walked by a room and um, this girl had set up her room. She brought a rug. She had stuff hanging yeah. on the walls already. The beds were perfect and I was like, ah. oh my god, that looks like home. She's still my best friend today. You
2: can, <laughs> you can make it cool. If we've yeah. learned from uh, the movie uh, Back to School. Yes. Where Rodney Dangerfield completely redoes all those door rooms, <laughs> dorm rooms into an Awesome place. No, but you can. You're right, Kathy. I didn't go to college myself, but I did have friends, and I would visit them in their, in yeah. their freshman year and go to their dorm rooms, and a, a few of them were done up really cool man yeah. I'm i like, never god to, i want to be here i
0: would never been to a walmart until going to college because there just weren't any around here growing up and so i went to school in the middle of the state and there was a a, wall, uh, a walmart in lewisburg pa and it was where you would go to get everything that you had forgotten to bring from home um i my dorm my freshman year was one of the newer nicer ones it had air conditioning but a lot of them did not and a lot of them were just like built in the teens and 20s yeah, yeah, yeah. they just, they were really run down but since then They've built uh, at, at Bucknell. They built a, a whole bunch of new dorms, and they're really nice. But they're they're still bare bones, and that's kind of what a dorm room should be. It's a, that's it. You're, you, you you learn
1: to live sparsely, yeah. which is a great thing. You learn to be creative about what you're living in. Yeah. And I, honestly, when you're in college, anyway. How much time are you spending in that dorm room? Uh, I
0: thought it was going to be cool to have a roommate because uh, I yeah. thought we were going to be best buddies. And uh, that didn't happen because oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he went to class. Do you like
1: Nazis too? <laughs> no, no, no.
0: No, he was an electrical engineer uh, who was a 4.0 student uh, for most of his time. Uh, I was not that. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my grades weren't quite. Uh, maybe I made a 4.0. The... I'm 0. 0.4. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the end of
3: the seven years. Yeah, it added
0: up to 4.0. Um, but the dude was so nice. I, I was probably a terrible roommate because well, I was a terrible roommate. He he would leave he'd go to bed at like nine or ten o'clock at night, huh. leave the light on for me, and I'd come home at two or three in the morning and uh, and then That's not, very go, nice. not go to class the next day. Oh my god. Did yeah. you ever Loud, have a girl drunk Nick? Yeah. Okay. And, you ever have a girl in the room
1: and make love on top of him? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we would kick him out when yeah. we would
4: bring girls back over. My roommate and I um I'm sorry ended Rob. Up pining for the same girl. My freshman year. Oh,
3: that must have been fun.
4: Uh, It was interesting and surprising. every day at the cafeteria. Uh, Well, I mean, but. And then did
3: you have to listen to them?
4: Oh, no, no. She went for me. Oh, Oh. what happened?
5: What
4: was wrong with I like you better. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he wasn't happy. Like, listen, I liked her first, Kathy. What? I liked her first. Okay. I'm just trying to defend myself. No,
3: it's I was not just saying like... I don't know who would have picked you. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I don't know. She's a
2: you're she's a catch. She's, I guess. Anyway, so you so you guys are going, went after the same girl and...
4: Yeah, and um she just one night at a party, she started making out with me and I was like,
1: what? No way.
4: I totally <laughs> liked you. Uh and and
1: here... you're my mom's best friend.
4: <laughs> I really, I really was so surprised because she started kissing me. But anyway, he went on a tear that night; like he was. You know, it was like one of those. Oh man! And he got like super drunk, and and I was mm-hmm. like, ah, that's tough, tough cookies, buddy. <laughs> but it was okay between I'm you glad guys. It, it worked out.
2: It didn't. It didn't uh, cause a rift.
4: No. In the no. Relationship. No. In fact, you know, later that summer, she ended up
0: breaking my heart terribly, and uh, you know, like, so it all worked out.
2: <laughs> so you know,
0: I ended up getting the short end of the stick. Okay. So do you guys know what uh, uh, President Steve? You guys know what freshman herds are. Do not. So, uh, when you get to college, um, you end up hanging out with a lot of people. Often, you end up hanging with a lot of people with uh, from your hallway, and you will see giant groups of people mm-hmm. uh, going from one building to the next. And they do it because it's a, a comfort, I guess. Yeah, you yeah. You see all of these giant groups going from the dorm to the cafeteria to the caf. Yeah. Uh, or to to buy a whole class. Everything in college is abbreviated mm-hmm. uh, to chem uh, to, and and to so, my room to my room. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's. I'm gonna go take a shh. <laughs> As an upperclassman. A shower? A shower. No. <laughs> exactly. It's really noticeable. Um, we were s- – no, I can't even do it. <laughs> my uh, I had a friend who went back to college uh, for the reunion in June, and I had lunch with him and, and uh, I had two, uh, lunch with two college friends uh, the other day. And my friend that went back for a reunion was telling me that uh, the costs at Bucknell now for tuition – Room and board, books, everything uh, are now approximately seventy thousand dollars a year, north of seventy thousand. So
1: here is the deal: That's like my, my my neighbors, uh, you know, from from Maniunk, they they were talking about their son going to high school. Man, oh man, when you when you are looking at leaving college. With a staggering debt. I don't give... Even if you get assistance, you're still going to get... You're going to get whomped Mm -hmm. unless it's been... You know, I know you guys started your college funds early for your... Oh, the day each one of my kids was born. Yeah. But,
3: like... Jesus. But it's crazy that you have to... I mean, that basically needs to be done you know do you have to start something or else your kid's not going to be able to afford college
0: yeah and yeah. is it worth it i, I mean I've, I've asked this question many times i just i don't know anymore that's a lot of money and that's a, and probably a lot of debt when you're done school
3: Oh, i think it is i don't know
0: you got to work hard though yeah. you, you've got to you, you
2: if
3: <laughs> that's the thing you got to make the money count and you can't waste your parents money
2: yeah no
1: oh sure you can i did you got really? to <laughs> no, you invested more. in lip yeah <laughs>
2: No, I have a friend whose uh, whose daughter is currently in school. She's got a year left, and she has worked very, 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 very hard doing internships. And yeah, all that yeah. Thing. And she's already got a job offer. Nice for when she graduates. There, see, and that's boom. worth it. And that's when it's worth it when yeah. you when you've actually when you've been proactive about making this work to your advantage.
1: But there's a huge portion of students oh my God, yes. who look at it as sort of a... As a the vacation. Party. It's
3: a, a four-year yeah. party. Uh, they, there was a, there a was a study <laughs> that showed that how
1: many how many hours a week on average are actually committed to schoolwork for the average college student per week. And I think it was something on the order of two and three-quarters hours. Yeah. <laughs> by the way,
2: somebody texted in and said Villanova also has move-in day today. Oh, they, Villanova's move-in day. And by the way, this is... This text says, "Thank you, fathers, for your freshman daughters." Isn't that a sign? That oh, it's been- it
3: was. It was. I I remember it to this day. It was hanging from the dorm room the dorm room windows when I showed up to Westchester.
1: Thank wow. you, fathers, for your freshman yep. daughters. Did your dad see it? Oh,
3: uh, we drove by. And my dad laughed. My mom was <laughs> horrified. <laughs>
2: I love your dad. Oh my, <laughs> my god. My dad's like her name's Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh hang on a second. I want to go to a couple of calls. I have uh Bruno on the phone. Hey Bruno, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy?
7: Uh so uh moving day, I have a good little story of how I met my roommate. Uh so it's kinda tricky when uh, two people move in at different time. I moved in, he moved in, we never saw each other. Um First day, I got scooped up for an off-campus party, and I returned to my um, dorm maybe around 2 a.m. I have top bunk. I have yet to ever climb up into the top bunk, (laughs) and my roommate is sleeping on the bottom bunk. I think I stood there for 20 minutes eyeing it up of how to do it. Mm -hmm. I just grabbed my blanket, laid on the floor, and I met him the next morning sleeping (laughs) on the floor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because you couldn't figure out how to get up to the top bunk. I met him when he stepped on me. When does the when does Thanks. the uh, when does the pairing for roommates take place? Good question. Now, uh, I mean, earlier. I don't know how
2: it works now. The the only thing so that movie Boyhood that came out a few years yeah, ago, yeah. Kathy loved Awful. it. No, but at the end of it, <laughs> he's going away to college, and he says that um, that they had uh, his his future roommate. They had linked up online. They were they they were pairing them up and, and having a chance yeah. to meet each other at least in the summer. It usually happens. via text and not in person, so they could have
1: a dialogue. Right, they right. Meet each other. Has Things out
2: Which is a great idea, but that yeah. well, that it was, works uh, on some level. You know what I mean. But yeah, it's but not gonna. How
1: well, do you? How is? Is it like? Is it almost like a, a modified dating app? Are, are, do you do you give selections of things you're interested in, or how do they pair? Yeah, no you I mean, I you know. fill out a you fill out a Q and A about yourself, do you? and okay. they try
4: yeah, to give you a like minded. Human being in your room, but like Kathy, it doesn't work. The girl lied in her Q and A, and you know, said she wasn't a smoker, and she was, she was, and you know,
3: I don't know how they do it today. If it's still the same, but I mean, I remember we literally got a piece of paper, and you checked off oh, the boxes, right. so it was like smoker, you check non-smoker, and of course, no one's gonna say smoker because they don't want their parents to know. So my roommate checked non-smoker, but she was. And- let me yeah.
1: let me ask you something. In today's day and age, is smoker even an option at at dorms?
3: I, would, no. I mean, we weren't allowed to yeah. smoke in the dorms, but people did all the time. And my roommate didn't care. Her parents
1: weren't there. Slutty, non-slutty, you know, <laughs> <laughs> promiscuous, um, not promiscuous. They try yeah, but, to
3: match you up, yeah. you know, so that you have something in common with sure. your roommate. But I mean, I would imagine most times or a I, lot of times it doesn't work. Yeah, out.
4: and I'm still friends with my freshman year roommate. In fact, I'll see him on um, on Sunday. We're in fantasy football together, and you know we we were similar, except for I would say the only difference is that um, uh, he played soccer and I didn't. You know, okay. and and that was that was pretty much it. My um, my niece's roommate, uh, my niece plays field hockey; her roommate does not, so that's why my niece is in earlier, and then the roommate uh, just came in yesterday.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go to Jason. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, man?
7: So when uh, we were, we have a funny story. At- when I was a junior at Westchester, uh, I worked at KB Toys. I was a manager at KB Toys, so I wound up coming home one day with this gigantic baby pool for our dorm room. And we <laughs> lived right next to the bathroom, so we would run a hose over into the uh, and fill up the baby pool. And we would have bubble bath parties on Friday nights. <laughs> oh my God! Bubble bath parties in the hallway. Yeah, it was it was great until until one night uh one of the RAs came in, we, we by accident left the door cracked and there was about six of us sitting in this pool and the RA kinda came and freaked out. So now Westchester apparently there's now a, a rule in the rule book that says no swimming pools allowed.
0: You made nice.
1: that happen. Well, that's quite an accomplishment. You can point to that and say, see, I achieved something at school.
0: I like that. Yeah, we had, we had one of those sophomore year, and uh, and for a stretch, it really was a lot of fun until the mold started to grow, and we had kept oh it in God. the room for like a month and a half, and it mm-hmm. was uh, pretty nasty. And, and Steve, to your point earlier about freshmen knowing about one another yeah. or filling out the forms, um, you can stalk your roommate now. Once you find out that person's name, you can find out everything you (laughs) possibly can online, you know, with social media. When do you find out traditionally? So say that that
1: today's moving in day for a lot of schools. When does that information finally get locked down? Maybe a couple weeks before you go back to school. I found out June or July. Yeah, I I actually was stalking my (laughs) my niece's roommate.
4: Like, oh, let me find out about this girl. But I was there with my my niece. I'm like, oh, what's your name? And then I was like, oh, let me look her up, blah, blah, blah. I I know I'm much older than you. (laughs) (laughs) No, not like that. I'm just, you know, just... Trying to take an active interest in her. Sure, in her you want to
1: protect her. Yeah,
2: not uh, necessarily. L- let me go to Tori. Hey, Tori. Good morning.
7: Hey, you guys are rock. Hi.
2: Hi. Tori, what's up?
7: So when I was this freshman. Um, first of all, I was in a suite with nine other girls, which was like a nightmare in and of uh, itself.
2: How many other girls? <laughs> nine. Nine. Okay. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. And I mean, it Never was because we didn't have to share bathrooms with like randos, just with each other, but it was still horrendous. <laughs> um, and so I'm like Kathy level meat freak and clean freak, <laughs> and my freshman roommate was a straight up Quarter like couldn't see the floor only on her side of the room though there was like a delineation where her crap ended and like my side of the room was all neat and clean to the point where like she had moldy dishes piled up we had like a fruit fly infestation we I had to evacuate our room for like two nights um but i think we got paired together because we both really liked harry potter but uh...
1: <laughs> she both really like harry potter was there a clean your room spell that you could have done
7: that
4: again.
1: Yeah, a clean your room spell i would have freaked out <laughs> to be in that um to be in that oh, proximity to someone who's uh, you know cultivating fruit flies
4: yeah you know what i would love to see what a uh a questionnaire looks like to kind of give me a because i can't remember it was so long ago well, also but, uh, in
1: this day and age where, where you have to be hypersensitive to so much well i was gonna what say kind of
4: questions can you ask well I mean, so, you know, they put her together because they were Harry Potter things. Like, could you, like, you know, figure, all right, what is going to be the most important thing that I need to have in a roommate? And if it was like, dude, I need it to be pristine, you
1: know, is is that a thing in the questionnaire? Uh, I wonder how arch negative you can get. I'm filthy. I'm a smoker. Mm -hmm. I, I, I drink a lot. Just I'm into porn. Yeah,
3: it's not gonna. It's just not gonna work out like that yeah, all yeah. the time. You have to meet them. You have to know if you're no, compatible. I'm just saying,
1: could someone really push the boundaries and, Brian, say, and see? Yeah, I know. See what creature they would pair them up with. Here you go.
2: Here's some. Uh, here's some questions about uh, you know bedtime when you go to bed, when you wake up, uh, yeah. security, uh, lock the apartment only when we are not home. Things like this is how they're yeah. answering these. Uh, sharing. I'm open to sharing everything. Uh, cleaning. Usually orderly and clean. Uh, Goes out once or twice a week. These are the answers that they're giving. uh, Looking for someone who is quote outgoing. So
4: generic, yeah, Yeah.
2: just just generic. uh,
4: But it's also really, really tough because you don't necessarily know who you are because you've always lived with your parents, right? So you know, I I know for myself, like, you know, I didn't party in high school, and then I got to college and it changed. And well, nobody was telling me what I can and can't do, right? So
2: well, you gotta answer as best you can, exactly.
0: so, and, then, and lie. But, but you're right, and you know, lie. Yeah, you know, you'll you'll be open to new things. I uh, wish my perspective on class and studying and work <laughs> were <laughs> now, what I have now. Then, because I, I like I, I wasted my parents' money, and I just and and the what you have at your fingertips in college is infinite knowledge from incredibly smart people with amazing facilities.
2: Let me ask you this, and, and I'm not dissuading anyone from, from going to college, but uh, were at the time that you went away to college, did you feel that you were
0: ready for it? I thought I was, but I clearly oh, wasn't, okay. and, and I should have taken, and, and part of it was just the social environment in which I grew up. I mean, you know, everybody in my high school went to college. It was just a given, but in retrospect, I should have taken at least a year or two off. Yeah. I would have gotten, a, and by the time I did graduate, which, yes, was seven and a half years later, <laughs> uh, I, I got great grades. And why? Because I gave a crap about it and i was paying for it myself my dad had given I, up on paying on it yeah. Yeah. i
2: should if if i would yeah it, i clearly was not ready for it yeah when, when i graduated from high school i'm like i'm done man but then a little while later i think i might have had the uh the mindset to go okay time to get serious
0: well then i'm, you I'm know what i mean i'm in class i'm like Oh, learning this stuff is cool. Like You know, that appealed to my actual academic nature. Whereas when I was 18 and 19, I was like, hey, free beer at a fraternity house.
3: (laughs) But you know what? It also depends on, you know, your personality and who you are. Because if I had taken a year off, because I almost left a, a few months into college, I would have never gone back. The call you know of, I mean? of the circus. I just, I just know, no, I just know that um, that it, it, I was in, you know, in the flow, in the swing of things, and and the study, you know, just yeah. to go right from high school to do the same thing, and it was harder, and you had to work more. But you know, if I would have like had a gap and I would have left that, I, I don't think I would have gone back.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if I could do it now. I couldn't do it. I've like a friend who went back and got his master's, but while working his full time job, there's no way I could. Continue. You could do it online. There's no um, way I could continue to work and get it done. I have barely enough time to put the bizarre files <laughs> together folks that's how much my Seriously? attention span is yes but if i didn't have to get up four o'clock in the morning i wonder if i could go back to college and get it yeah,
3: but a lot of people that get their master's their doctorate you know um they they're working full oh, time they're working 40 hours plus and going to school
2: i don't know how they do it i have no idea how it's they difficult. do it It's difficult. All right, move-in day is today for several of the colleges. Good luck to you, students. Good luck to you, parents who are sending your kids off and everything. And uh, we hope it uh, goes as wonderfully as you hope it will. Yes. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. And I do have the bizarre file set for you, as well as a quick stop on Fox Good Day this morning. We'll check in with the gang.
6: Throughout 2018, MMR celebrates 50 years rockin' Philly. Keep listening for special birthday events and special programming from our long, strange trip together. Every hour this weekend, we highlight 1994, the year MMR turned 26. It was the year of the Great Green Day mud fight at Woodstock 94, the birth of Amazon and Yahoo Online, and PlayStation in your home. On TV, we were introduced to friends, while at the movies, we saw The Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, and Pulp Fiction. This
5: is a tasty burger.
6: MMR had new music from these bands Green Day, Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails, Pearl Jam, Beastie Boys, STP, Weezer, Live, Tom Petty, Allison Chains, Toadies, Bat, Pink Floyd, Horn, The Offspring, Bush, Ariana, Woo! And so many more from 1994, including Nirvana Unplugged. Listen all weekend as we highlight another page from our scrapbook of shared musical memories. Sponsored by Thompson
2: Toyota. Experience the Thompson difference at ThompsonToyota.net.
6: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that's rocked Philly for 50 amazing years.
2: Uh, I have a couple of shout outs. can I'll see time-wise how many I can get through here before we go live on Fox. But uh, this is from our friend Charles Sassy Lance. Uh, Charles was, uh, one of the judges at this year's, uh, uh, belly flop championship. And he said, Hey, you beautiful bitches. It's pain in the ass. It's your pain in the ass friend says here asking for another, uh, shout out slash favor. My son, Kyle has been working his ass off with a full-time job, full-time school. And he's now working weekends, delivering pizzas, and he's been accepted into an internship with Mercedes Benz mm-hmm. in, in Jacksonville. And I was hoping to get a nasty, moist shard out for this quote S head. Uh, and I guess that's her lovable term for each other. Uh, if you could get some of the great PNS fans to check out the uh, Sile, uh, Kyle Lance Internship Fund on GoFundMe, it would be amazeballs. He says. I think he's saying that as a joke. Sylon Conca. Kong. Kong. Uh, Kong, Kong. <laughs> uh Thanksgiving, let me be a part of be a part of the Belly Flop Championship this year. I'll be back next year, and I'll be a lean, mean flopping machine. Uh, so he wants a shout out. Yes. So here you go. Uh, and that is for uh, sassy. Uh, and then another quick one. Do I have time? Is about 30 seconds left? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. You can do this fast. Uh, Sharon Leary says, hello from Seattle. My sister Pam is getting married this weekend. She's marrying a college sweetheart of eight years. Pam's a big p fan. She's a typical little sister who loves everything. And the big sis. And I love her so much. And I'm paraphrasing because I'm doing it quickly. <laughs> I'm hoping to reference this shard out in my maid of honor speech on Friday. So thanks in advance. But I'm going to reference it even if you don't get to it. Gadzooks, says from Sharon Larry. Here's a shout out. And good luck with everything. Uh, we're going to be going live on Fox Good Day in just a moment. If all of the buttons are pushed properly and the music, hey, means President, Stanley!
6: Hey! Hey! Wow! Hey, hey. wow. Uh, wow. Hi, good morning, guys. Hey, good Aaron's morning. Hi, Karen. Me. Hey, How Karen. Karen. Hey. Good. Doing great. Excellent.
0: So we found the the study that says people will do just about anything to get a full night's sleep. I know you guys don't sleep. Your whole crew is like our television crew here. We yes. don't get much hours. They say that people would give up a lot of stuff. A lot of people, they're asking this question. Would you eat baby food and only baby food for a whole year to get a good night's rest? I do that now.
1: So (laughs) I'm – no, 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 I'm kidding.
0: You mean Uh, if
2: I had to eat baby food every day to get get a good night's sleep every night? Yes, yes. Baby no, food. Wouldn't. Baby food is disgusting. I, I can't stand it. Well, not all baby food. Uh, banana is a long good. Way. I find it disgusting. <laughs> Karen um, says it come a long way. I would nurse for a year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would wow. Do, yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, that
5: was yeah.
2: I listen. Like that baby food. Listen. Being uh being rested is it, it can make or break your day. So yeah, I'd say I would. And I hate baby food. Uh,
1: no. I. I. You know what? I, I've made oh. peace with the fact that I get very limited sleep. So I go to bed at eleven. I'm up at three forty five. So, uh, you know, and you guys have the same thing now. It's just it, it's just it's not a lot. It's not a lot of sleep. But I, you know, I just wring every second of life I can out of it. And then I, I, I get depressed. Right. It's taking
0: its toll. I'm 29 years old. <laughs> <laughs> look at Mike, look, look what's 15. Yeah. It's a, you know, uh, bad. OK, so I know that you have uh, Karen and I have been told by new mothers on our staff that baby food is so much better. now. by the way, Preston, why are you eating baby food?
2: I don't, no, I don't No, I am. Oh, no, we did, <laughs> years and years ago, we did a contest yeah. Yeah, we, oh. where we had people eat baby food, and it just, it looked repulsive to me. And I have, I have kids. I got three kids. So we had baby right. food, and you try a little bit of it, and it's just like, oh, we're forcing our kids to eat this crap, you know? I mean, do yeah. you ever take a spoonful?
3: Mike, I'm sorry. You're talking to me. Um, You know what? But you're right. Baby food has come a long way. Has it? Yeah. It's not like the baby food in the jars anymore. Most people are kind of pureeing their own fruits and vegetables. So, no, I don't think it's that bad.
6: And they have the pouches. They have the all the pouches. Pouch, yeah. with every blended flavor. My kids, I still put it in their their camp lunches right now. They've got them with you know applesauce with every kind of delicious mango, pineapple. Pouches, pepper, you, you know.
5: say? Mm-hmm.
6: I have oh, not yeah, heard pouches. of pouches. You <laughs> just suck on them, and they're not messy, and they don't go. All the spoons flying and all down. You try it. What all you, you have think?
1: to do is suck on the pouches. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, suck on the
0: pouches. That's my claim to fame. All right. Uh, well, we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you. Take all care, guys. guys. Yes. Suck on a
1: pouch. See you a little bit
2: later. Yeah, they have. I've seen the applesauce, which is easy to throw in a lunch uh, pail or whatever, you know, in, in the lunch bag, whatever it is, and, and they can, it's just, you know, it's easier than you don't need a spoon. Yes. Yeah, it's, they're but, not but like the, heart, that,
3: the jars anymore. The I didn't they were m-
2: know they were doing that with baby food in particular in there. Oh, sure. Really... Mixing it up and doing some more exotic uh, combinations.
3: Yeah, it's all like Mm. fruits and vegetables, and they come in the pouch now, so you can take them to go
1: too. I
2: wish I was a baby again. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. To know know, what you know now and wait about
1: 40 years, you'll be right back there. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You'll be in a diaper and you'll be eating soft food again. All right. um, Well, that's depressing. (laughs) I know. No, but this, you can also, you also have a full vocabulary that includes curses.
2: Yeah.
5: Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, we have Bizarre File. Here we go.
2: Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre. Bizarre File. File. And this morning is brought to you by CF Logistics, LLC. CF Logistics, LLC is expanding its fleet, and they're looking for professional drivers to join their family-owned company. You can apply today at cflogisticsllc.com. That's cflogisticsllc.com. A mother of four has been left in hamster hell after her new pet went rogue and caused thousands of dollars worth of damage to her new car. Amanda Johnson had purchased the orange Syrian hamster for her children on August 14th, but the active rodent managed to escape from its box during her drive home and it got inside her four-month-old new car where it still remains. She can't get it out. It is stuck in her car. The hamster has managed to defy a whopping
1: eight different traps that she has left in there. I have no doubt. This you know, and this happens. Press you talked about. you Would you have a hamster growing up or something that got into the walls of the and house for for at least a year? Right, a could, year.
2: We 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 would all of a sudden see this thing <laughs> run across the living room floor. <laughs> there it is, and then we couldn't find it. And you would hear stuff in the walls. It was living in the house, and we had no they're, idea. They're, they're little Houdinis. They are. Uh, so apparently, she has to get she's ordering three more traps to try and find this thing in just six days. It has wreaked havoc on her car, chewing through seat belts, gnawing through plastic and wires, and destroying one of her airbags. She said, we began the 35-minute drive home full of excitement with our new family member. 20 minutes into the journey, I felt something brush past my left ankle. I scratched it and carried on driving, and it happened again. And I look, and there's an effing hamster under the effing clutch pedal. I had to drive the rest of the way home knowing that there's a hamster on the loose in my car. Why couldn't she pull over? Well, apparently where she was driving, she wasn't allowed to. There there was no stopping allowed on the roads. Uh, So she said, I'm absolutely heartbroken about my new car. But despite the damage, I would love to find the hamster alive, safe and well. Okay, she cares about the hamster. But, uh,
1: you know, if you want to scare it out of the car, push the car off a cliff.
2: Maybe that would work. Uh, A woman was killed in a bizarre accident Sunday afternoon along Osborne Turnpike in Virginia. Officers and fire crews responded to the scene Sunday. It's where a neighbor said that a woman was riding in the back of a pickup truck trying to hold down a mattress. And tragedy struck. The wind caught it and it flew out of the truck and it took her with it uh that neighbor said that the woman died a short time later
1: so you, sometimes you'll be driving down a highway and you'll see a mattress off to the side of the road the concept that you can get a mattress home trust me it's tremendously difficult tied to the roof of your car yep. or a pickup truck or whatever once you start to move that thing becomes a wing yeah have it
2: delivered yes uh, you're, you're gonna have to <laughs> Come on. uh the crash team is still investigating police have not released the name of the victim a group of Spokane residents think that it makes sense to put fans on people's roofs and blow the wildfire smoke enveloping their city in Canada's direction. Uh, they would be mistaken, said a person who knows what she's talking about. Uh, blow Spokane Smoke Away to Canada is the name of a Facebook event that's <laughs> scheduled to take place on Friday at noon. Organized by Spokane resident uh, Caleb Moon, the event asks its population of 550 thousand people to place at least five box fans on their roofs, turn them in to their highest settings, and aim them at northeastern Canada. How can it fail? Uh, he said, "Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Let's do this, Spokaneites." This is Caleb saying this. Yeah, and uh, he said, uh, "We figure a small box fan can move smoke." About six feet. So if you put 500,000 of them together, you can do the math on that, and we can probably get it pretty far into Canada. And he admits to feeling a little bad about the idea. There's a flaw in the plan, however. It's very ridiculous, said
5: Sarah (laughs) Henderson,
2: who is the senior environmental health scientist at the British Columbia Center for Disease Control. She said one sort of floor fan. Uh, Could move a little smoke around, but there's no way that a large group of fans is going to move as much smoke as there actually is. If he's got a fan running, if you've got a fan running on your floor, think of its radius of influence. It's not uh, influence. It's not very large, maybe 10 feet. So it's all it's going to do is clear. Do is clear smoke, maybe out to that 10 feet. Uh, But a fan also pulls. It doesn't just push air. It pulls through. Uh, Besides, smoke isn't just flowing from B.C. It's also coming in from California.
0: My uh, parents spent about half the year in Colorado. And they, in in their place in Colorado, they have smoke from the uh, fires in uh, California and Oregon. It's blowing that far. Yep, I believe it.
2: Uh, Police have arrested a man after he allegedly admitted to entering a woman's apartment and pleasuring himself while she slept. Uh, But what's interesting is how this guy was busted. Michael Irvin. Uh, was arrested Monday. What? In, uh, the connection... Receiver from yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, oh they, my oh, God! Have gone downhill for him. Well, he does have a good grip. No, this guy's 18 years old. Oh. Uh, in connection with two counts of residential burglary, Irvin told uh, police that he entered a woman's apartment and stood over her, fighting urges not to hurt her. That's Dear God! Terrifying. He said he exposed himself and pleasured himself over her while she slept, but denied touching her. Police arrested Irvin during another burglary Monday. They've also linked him to a burglary that took place on the 15th. One girl's mother said that her focus remains on making sure Irvin is in jail. Now, the re- the reason he was caught is the mother had apparently had a Nest security camera installed uh, in the apartment of her daughter. Uh, the mother had video of him doing this, oh. uh, and it showed Irvin coming in the front door of the student's apartment twice in the same night on Facebook. She posted this. The same surveillance video shows Irvin creeping back into the apartment ten minutes later. Police say he entered one of the student's room, uh, entered one of the student's rooms, and uh, sat on her bed. That's horrifyingly scary. But he's been busted. Thank God for that. All right, and then uh, one last story. Iowa is known for its wide-open spaces, but that doesn't mean that you can drive your Ferrari wide open through them. The Iowa State Patrol posted a photo to Facebook on Monday of a white Ferrari 488 Spider that was pulled over doing 137 miles per hour near Mason City. Sure. But the driver had an excuse. It's just not a good one. She told the officer she thought she was only going 100 miles an hour.
1: thought I was going 100. Yeah. I looked down and go, oh, my God, I'm going 137. Yeah, not a great idea to drive this fast in the rain,
2: the patrol roads. So it was also raining. She's doing 137. Jeez. So she's she's doing all the right things. <laughs> the 488 Spider has a 660 horsepower twin turbocharged V8 and top speed of 202 miles per hour. The exact stretch of road the violation occurred on was not revealed, but at Iowa's highest highway limit of 70 miles per hour, the driver's fine for the uh, indicated speed would be around $335. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, there you go. That's what I got for you. Oh, I,
1: I thought I was going 100, officer. I'm sorry. In the
2: bizarre <laughs> file this morning. All right, I have the last chance. Case, you mind if I do this? No, go ahead. This is the final one to give away Kathy's Bitch Box oh. Party.
1: Oh. Including fashion show that is correct so it's tomorrow <laughs>
2: night it's bitch box part two and i'll take caller number 18 at two one five two six three 263 wmmr you have to be at least 21 years of age it is from 6 to 8 tomorrow at harrison philadelphia you can't get the bitch box unless you are there We have a uh, first free drink for you. we got a happy hour buffet and all kinds of good stuff taking place. And
3: I just want to thank some of the people that contributed to the Bitch Box to make it as amazing as it is. Hey Honey, Original Drinking Buddies, True Beauty Concepts, Braided Charm, Yummy Bites, Marinella... Marinella Jewelry, who actually uh, she hand makes these bracelets that are going into the wow. box, yeah, which is awesome. Uh, Body Band sets Beauty Wind and Wave Soap Wine Knots Priori Skincare Jade Yoga, and then Elsie uh, Boutique in Warrington. They she's doing uh, the the owner over there, Lucia, is doing an amazing job putting this fashion show together, uh, which will happen tomorrow night at the party. So thank you to everybody.
1: Quick question: Are there going to be are some of the vendors going to be there?
3: Yeah, oh yeah, some of the vendors will be will be there. They'll have like additional giveaways um, and. You know, some little demonstrations and things like that. Nice. But yeah, there's, there's a group of them that are coming
1: out. Nice, dude. We're going to be hanging with our sorority. <laughs> it's awesome. Our sisters. Our sisters. I love it, man. We
0: posted a photo on our Instagram account. Kathy, what are the little uh, action figures? What are those guys? Those are the buddies. Those, those hey.
3: are the original drinking buddies. So, Nick, remember, like, the little um, the little charms you'd put on the bottom of your wine glass so you wouldn't get mixed up as oh, to whose glass it was? Yeah. So these little uh, men in bathing suits hang from your wine glass. That's
1: kind of kind of cool it is i I like i like action figures so
2: we'll take the final caller now and then uh we'll get the party underway Mm -hmm. tomorrow we're gonna take a break we'll be back in just a moment stay with us we're not going to be gone too long
6: MMR mobile app. Use it to grab the MMR live stream and MMR audio on demand, including the Preston and Steve podcast. Bring up the live studio webcam too. The MMR app is Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible, and it's free.
2: I noticed something
1: earlier this morning. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, he has returned. He is the noticer, noticing things everywhere down an empty alleyway across an empty field in a, I don't know, a parking garage. Yeah, right? something I like that. Garage. Just kind of you see that like three or four stories. Tall hey floor.
2: So here's what I noticed. Uh, I noticed that Casey was uh, was seeking out some kind of an odor in the studio. Yes, and... the elusive odor. Yeah, and what was it? What did you thought you would smelled there When I, the I walked
4: odor? in here, it smelled musty, like almost like um Like a
1: manly musky smell? <laughs> no, like no, an musty, old... musty, not oh. musky.
4: M- like a musty, like old... <laughs> Cigarette on uh, clothes like Like a, like a okay. really old cougar
0: smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not before you walked through the door. No. Because it was I, the first thing you said to me this morning, and I don't have the nose that you have, and I certainly don't have the, the nose that Kathy has, but I didn't smell it at all today. And nobody
4: smelled it, right? I, okay. was, I was the only one who... Uh...
1: But then again, you had just come in, so it's quite possible you had brought the smell with you. Possibly, but... Not that I you don't... were the... The reason for
2: the smell. Well, the reason that I bring this up is because I saw this study that was done. You I just you
1: saw something. <laughs> I did.
2: And, and it pertained to what Casey was saying, but one in 15 Americans smell odors that are not there.
3: It's in our oh. nose?
2: Yeah. Where else? What do you think? No, you, you smell
4: with
3: your it's eyes. Like hanging out, eyes. out in there, <laughs> yeah.
2: see with your
1: eyes. Not no, with no, your no, hands. no. I
3: don't mean you smell with your nose. I mean, is the scent no. actually in your no. own nose? Kathy's. No, weird no, no. Though,
1: I've seen her. Just <laughs> if something's fresh and she's checking it, she holds it up to her ear. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It means that it doesn't exist, and it's your brain. It's Just it, uh, phantom uh, smells. Okay. The yeah. same way you you think you might, um, you know. Uh, maybe see something that you're not seeing. Okay. Mm. it's another
2: sense. So a new study reveals sometimes people <laughs> smell scents that aren't actually present. Researchers from the National Institute on deafness and other communication disorders.
1: Is it possible to have things like a smell-rage, like a mirage?
2: A smell Raj, I like that. Uh, they looked at data uh, from over 7,000 participants over the age 40. Uh, from a three-year survey that ended in 2014, they found that while the ability to identify odors Tends to decrease with age, which is true. Uh, phantom odor
1: perception seems to improve with age. My, how, how are your olfactory capabilities? They're good. Mine are really good, and and I can pick out, um, like uh, you know, my wife put me on pee patrol in the house if she thinks there's you know a cat might have whizzed somewhere, mm-hmm. and I, and I can do it. I also and I and I to check it. I bought one of these blue lights they use to check for semen in hotel rooms. And that'll light up too if there's cat urine and everything. So I'm I'm really I'm really good. But a lot of times she'll see me around the house. She'll hand me stuff and just you know when she's doing laundry here.
2: No, it's good. My grandmother lost her sense of smell later in life. Yeah, did did,
1: was her taste affected after that?
2: Yeah, it was. Okay, definitely was. You know who else has no sense of smell? RC, RC, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is why he was able to do Casey's taint tattoo. That's right. With hey, a straight face, I also showered that week. So, oh, okay.
1: Uh, Thank you for showering, <laughs>
4: um, my wife. For as terrible as uh, sh- uh, sinuses as she has, has a wonderful sense of smell, and uh, and it's got like so. I'm she's- gonna make you smell so I'm good. <laughs> No, she um, (laughs) – one night I was sleeping, and she had just opened the basement door. I don't know why, but – and she smelled something at the top of the steps. Yeah. Woke me up. She's like, I think something's burning downstairs. Well, there you go. You're Mm -hmm. talking
1: about something where I really vault into action, and I will go on around the house, that that lingering slight Mm -hmm. burning smell. Yeah. And And I told you guys – actually, it was just recently. I was in the house. The windows were open. I'd come home and I'm like there's something 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 and then what had happened was a small plastic lid in the dishwasher had fallen down and was melting at the oh, bottom of the wild wow, right yeah
4: yeah so I had to I went downstairs into the basement like a bloodhound just kind of walking around and sniffing and and ha, you're, you're you're not good though you're, you're no not, I could I could smell it all but right. I mean, it's pretty wild. Uh, Were that, they escaped convicts? No, but I, I was um, following the smell like a, like a dog would. And yeah. then, uh, I Not not the tree, but like, uh, like right. how a dog would smell. And I eventually, I, I did find it. And what had happened, there was a uh, like a floorboard heater. And we had this little area rug that had gotten, for some reason, lodged under the floorboard Dude, heater. Dude, you could have had
1: a horrible situation. Yes. If you, it, I watched a, a special about, um, and believe it or not, it was fascinating, about how dogs... Um, smelling and their are not how they physically smell their ability to suss out things through odor and like when they can they can sense things that have happened in an area like a month later like you bring a dog like you're walking around down the street and you think okay they're just smelling freshly de- no they can they can they're smelling weeks back and and it's really a way for them to locate everything my dog like if, if my dog has ever smelled something in a park somewhere. Mm-hmm. She always checks that same spot again because she thinks, well, that it's, it's going to be there again or there's right. still a lingering smell. The amount uh, – uh, the way they perceive the world around them is so based in smell. If you ever see a dog out on a breezy day, press your dogs probably do it as well, where the wind is blowing – and their heads go up, and they're they're like absorbing the whole world, you know, through their through their noses.
4: Yeah, I wonder if that's why if that's why dogs like to stick their head out car windows. You know, I don't. Is it the breeze or is it the smell? It's like speed reading. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's wild that a dog can smell poop, right, and yeah. not smell just the poop. and eat it. Then.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but I mean, it's the ultimate irony, isn't they, it? But they're smelling all the hints of like. Yeah, that's well. That's
1: why they're, they're, they they jam their mm-hmm. noses in each other's asses for hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the data showed about six point
2: five percent of Americans age forty plus experienced phantom odors. You ever have uh, this? The researcher, I think I okay. have. Yeah, where you're certain you smell something and you ask other people around you, you smell it, and and they don't. Do you smell Howard Hughes? And they don't
1: uh, They don't uh, pick up on it at yeah, all. It's yeah, it's probably happened. My wife has a terrible sense of smell. Right. Ter- 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 her hearing's not uh, that good either, but. Uh, mm-hmm. You uh, keep her around anyway. Keep, you know what? Because she makes <laughs> a hell of a sanka. Yeah. I wonder if. <laughs> what? If, if, <laughs> Is con- it's it's commercial- that a line? <laughs> <laughs> it's like
4: an old commercial thing. <laughs> all right. But I wonder if conversely there are, you know, there's got to be people who don't smell things that are just there, that, you know, like people
2: with body <laughs> odor, of- for instance. Like, how can you not. Well,. There's there's you mean your own body odor. Yeah. I mean, there's nose blind. Yeah, if you're, nose it, if, blind. if you're around it long enough, you don't smell. I had some friends that uh, loved them to death. But when I would go over to their house, it smelled they had, they had three cats. And I mean, that ammonia smell was uh. just pungent. And I had owned cats as well. So I knew the smell. I knew the smell, and when I would walk in, I'm like, "This is almost unbearable." Mm-hmm. And they never said anything about it. I never said anything. About I, and it. you feel
1: you feel bad because you, now we have nine cats and we have nine cat boxes. I defy you because we first of all, we 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 scraped I was there. it twice right yeah twice a day and just a and this is a, a shout out to a great product. I like to pay it forward. Arm and Hammer's uh, cat Limits. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> unfreaking real. Slide is the one that we're using. It's like the uh, yeah, the song. Me too. Scoop right so, but also it kills the odor like nobody's business.
3: It do, it actually does a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, I think I might hire like a staff member to take care of my cats if I had nine cat boxes, and, uh, right? S- you need like an employee, uh, but I
1: mean, I have. But to, I to, to Preston's point though, that's where no, that's where you become nose blind. You're living in the house, yeah. you're experiencing it all the time, and then you just become dead to it, yeah. But not well,
4: maybe after like a long, 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 long time, like we're talking years, but yeah, you don't go nose blind if you
1: Leave and then come back. The second you come back, right? No, no, no. no, no. You, you can. You're used to the smell. You can go out. You you go out shopping for a couple hours and come back. You're not going to go. Oh my God! This house is doused in piss. I just remember people have been living it. It, it it just kicks in, and and they, they. Okay, this is what it smells like. I got it. Yeah. What if you were to go away for maybe like a
4: month and come back? You might get it. I just when I was in the Boy Scouts, we stayed at uh, Camp Delmont. They had a, a cabin. And we stayed in this cabin, and it, Steve, it smelled terrible, right? Yeah. But once you were in there for a little while, it you became nose blind. You didn't, you didn't smell anything. But there was there was no bathroom in the cabin, so you had to leave the cabin to go to the bathroom.
0: So that you would leave and then come yeah. back, and you would have to go through that that smell all over again. Casey, I went to Camp Taqua when I was a kid, and my son went there this year. I went down to uh, get him um, set up and everything like that. The, ca- the cabin smelled the exact same. Terrible? No. Well, okay. Uh, Maybe, but whatever it was nostalgic, you know, Mm -hmm. if you had bottled it and brought it here, perhaps it wouldn't be the most pleasant smell. But for me, it's a, it, it evokes pleasant memories. Sure. So therefore in my mind, it's like, um, uh, like a skunk. You know, some people find it uh, putrid. I I actually don't mind that smell at all. Well, for
1: for many, it reminds them of uh, smell like good good weed. weed, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. unless (laughs) it's like old pasty buds.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, have you guys um, uh, downstairs on the third floor in uh, the Beasley suite down there? If you go down all the way down to like the west part of the uh, of the building, okay, it smells terrible down there and uh, 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 cuz I have to go well, down that's there where every the butcher day. is No no I have to go down there every day to um to deliver
1: some paperwork Wait yeah. like where
3: MGK studios are
1: Yeah I know what you're
3: talking about Yeah Yeah uh-
1: yeah, and Well, open that door, that's where DiBella keeps his Euro stand. <laughs> no, it's
3: no. Old, to me, it's it's an old smell. It's older down there. The studios mm-hmm. are older. The No, there's like boxes and filing cabinets. Music's like...
2: older. The people are older. Hey, that's, that's not so
5: what I meant. meant.
1: We're old. <laughs> We're old smelly people. Leave us alone. No, that's not what I What a I meant. horrible no, no. thing to say <laughs> about our sister station. I
5: didn't even think of it.
1: Here, go so-
5: away. <laughs>
3: classic. Did you bring us pudding?
4: (laughs) It's an old, musty It's an old, smell. musty smell. Yeah, yeah. You, you like know like what? Someone, of, go down there flesh. right now. Somebody go down there right now. <laughs> like old
7: people. Yes.
1: Oh. Hey, when I was a... a I've, I've been down there. Actually, <laughs> I was just down there. I did not smell that at all. You got to go... Have you, you been all, all the all way right down? down? I went in to, to wish Debbie Calton a uh, happy anniversary. I did not smell it at all. Oh, man. Deb, in fact, Debbie smelled uh, wonderful. Well,
3: it's because yeah. she's not that old.
4: Yes. <laughs> she's not that old. There was... When I was a newspaper delivery guy, there was this one house you had to collect, you know, once every week or so and there was this one lady's house this old lady and her house smelled terrible but it wasn't like it didn't smell like you know it wasn't like poop or or you know it was just you notice she can't smell poop it was like uh she was always cooking something that just smelled Smelled. really really bad and and so when i would like some cat Uh, After a while, she would say, oh, oh, let me go get my purse. You know, come on in. Let me get my purse. And after like the second or third time, I'm like, no, I'm going to hang out here,
2: lady. Smell this. (laughs) This is my old vibrator. Oh, Oh, my God. Okay. Smells
1: like leather.
2: I want to go to this call, and then I'm going to move on because I did notice some other things, but I have Tim on the line. Hi, Tim. You're on the air. Good morning.
7: Good morning. I love
2: you. (laughs) love you. What's up, man?
7: Uh, so I was a painter for 22 years in truck and auto body, oh. and my sense of smell was completely ruined. Like I could sit on the couch next to my wife doing her nail polish and didn't smell it at all. Um, but for the last eight nine years, I've been a salesman, so my return my smell has returned, but it's completely changed. Huh. There's certain there's certain smells that. I don't. I don't get. My wife will be like, "Hey, do you smell that?" And I'm like, "No, I don't, I don't smell
1: anything." Yeah, I think you probably it, it, like your memory kicks in as well, and it just it's, so it, it seems normal to you. But you raise a good point. Like the thing that blows my mind, Tim, are like at those um, nail places in the mall where they have that very caustic smelling nail polish remover, whatever they're using. Yeah, and I don't even know how the how the ladies can work in there. Well, they wear masks. And-
7: that I don't smell at all. Now a musty smell, I could I could smell that from a mile away, and it seems to have been it seems to have gotten stronger since yeah. I'm no longer a painter. I'll
1: tell you what what just gets me every time is is rotting body odor, right? like sweaty. Yeah. Dr- it's just horrible. It'll it'll cause a gag reflection. I was um, thanks Tim
4: somewhere in the beginning of the summer. And this person, I mean, they were standing about where you are to me. Yeah, and so about I, and, 10 and I, feet. Yeah, and I could smell them. Jeez.
2: I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Well, one in 15 Americans apparently smell odors that are not there. Mm. So it's uh, it's a phantom scent, and uh, they don't know exactly why it happens, um, oh. but they're trying to figure out why they do that and uh, find ways to prevent or treat the condition because it, it's important Uh, For you to smell things, you know, that might be dangerous. Yes, absolutely. Yeah,
1: I'm ready for the noticer. Okay, Okay. go ahead. There we go. The noticer. (laughs) He notices things. What else will the noticer tell us about?
2: Uh, Let's see here. I have a lot of interesting things. Um, How about this one? I did see this. When it comes to teen friendships... Uh, Birds of a feather really do flock together, according to this. Uh, Florida Atlantic University researchers, along with collaborators, looking at nearly uh, 400 adolescents in um, same-sex friendships. Yes. Following them from seventh grade through the end of high school. They found the more similar anxiety symptoms and depressive symptoms the subject shared... The more stable their friendships were.
1: I can see that because that that person is more likely to understand you. Yeah, that's what I, I found this
2: interesting because you you often think about your friends and the the common things that you enjoy. You yes, know what I mean the, the the stuff that you have in common that that is just a, a pleasure for you. We
1: love being anxious together. Uh,
2: but the fact of the matter is, the deeper relationship might come from those fears, those anxieties and and uh and negative emotions that you share with one another. Not positive. Never really thought
1: about it. No, I mean it's positive as well, but just also things where you're not you're not comfortable. The stronger the bond, the
2: stronger that you relate to each other in this regard, the more of a bond you have. Okay. So so it said that the more similar anxiety symptoms and depressive symptoms the subject shared, the more stable their friendships were.
1: It's funny cuz uh, huh. Dr. Mike, my bro, Dr. Mike, he well, is she, yeah, he's got we have very similar takes on so much. And just in that level of reaction and the way, you know, things that might make us anxious or where we where we feel the most at peace or whatever. And and you're right. So those you know, to have someone that you think really understands your different takes on yeah. things it makes it means a lot you my, know my best friend uh
2: steve uh, was in town and, and we went and did a, a golf uh, trip for a few days and on that trip we you know we talked a lot he gets you uh well yeah and and we i shared things that i am afraid of yes or that i you know and 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 uh which i would not feel comfortable speaking about Unless it's somebody that I really have a uh, a deep friendship with, you
1: you have you have a you also have a a, a, a subtext and a context that you know, that are all yeah. there from years that, that years you know yeah it makes a difference
4: yeah. yeah I think maybe that's why um, like twelve step programs are so crucial to yeah. people that are trying to you know beat a, a drug habit or an alcohol habit is uh, you know when when you can. Uh, sit down and, and have a conversation and talk about all these things with like-minded people that you know aren't necessarily there to judge but sort of empathize maybe you know that, that's to support be, yeah, the same thing same yeah, I, idea behind
0: that I yeah. think initial bonds can often come from laughter and uh, joyous times but uh, lasting bonds can come from uh, struggle and and uh, opening up to somebody about things that you're going through and if they are empathetic to those and sympathetic to them then th- those are the bonds that um, that last a really long time
2: uh, the study co-author said behavior similarity is tremendously important to a friendship. Shared feelings and shared experiences are the glue that holds friendship together. And also said an important takeaway from our study is that children's personal struggles uh, need not adversely impact their social relationships. Mental health issues do not necessarily ruin chances of making and maintaining worthwhile friendships and relationships. So I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, take on that. I never really thought about it. You usually think about just the, you know, the positives that you share with each other. The noticer dealing
1: with matters of the heart. It's crazy, man. (laughs) All right, what else? Uh, More from the noticer as he delves into his list of things that he's already noticed, so you don't have to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's why I do it. Yeah. How about this? Another interesting one. Ooh. A new study finds the luckier you think you are, the more luck you'll have. So it's sort of a self-fulfilling approach. It actually says at the top here, luck is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay, mm. so
4: I have had this feeling. Mm-hmm. It's
2: like a
1: self, the vagina is a self-cleaning oven, as yeah. Tyra Banks told
4: us. <laughs> I have had this feeling for the last couple of months... That I am going to win the lottery. And I don't know why. You know, it, it stems from a dream, not like a Powerball lottery, yeah. but like a scratch-off ticket. Okay. I'm, I just, for some reason, have had this feeling that it has not happened yet. By the way, guys, uh, I have not well, in, in Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool
1: two. The the um I'm forgetting her name, the character who's lucky all the time. Oh yeah, Domino. Yeah, Domino. 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 Yeah. Um, it, it's uh, I I think you can affect to a certain point your level of luck. I think what you do is you maybe just increase your odds of being in opportunities where you can be lucky.
2: Uh, It also has to do with optimists and pessimists. It says here that the study uh, was uh, they had participants complete the life orientation test. That sounds interesting, does <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Is that re- like the SAT? Uh, revealed if uh, participants were optimists or pessimists. Next, participants rated the luck of people in ambiguous real-life stories as unlucky, somewhat unlucky, somewhat lucky or lucky. The scientists found a connection between how optimistic a participant was and how lucky they thought others were. In other words, the more optimistic the participant The more they think others are lucky and the more of uh, a pessimist they were, the more likely they were to see others as having bad luck. Ultimately, researchers have found that two people with identical experiences may frame the same facts completely differently. Of course. And the way they'll tell themselves their story will dictate how they feel, how others feel about them, and even their future luck or lack thereof. So you you
1: kind of make it what it is. Do you label yourself an optimist or a pessimist? Oh. I think I'm an optimist. Okay, you know, I, uh,
2: you know, it's it's. I'm not I'm not overtly one or the other. I can't. I don't always err on the side of let's be positive. Let's see the positive in this. Yes. A lot of times my initial reaction on things can be a negative one. Oh, crap. Great. Oh, that's awesome. You know, uh, very, <laughs> that sounds very optimistic. Yeah. Doesn't it though? Oh, this is
1: awesome. But I think, I think more so I like to consider myself an optimist. How yes. about you? Yes. I would say I, I, with, a, with a caveat, which is that, you know, I, 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 I'm good at saying, at saying, um, okay, this may not be good, but we have this, you know, I, I can always sort of, look. I, I, I will see the light in everything. I'm a wonderful person. No, yeah. I, 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 just, I feel
2: fortunate if that means yes, anything.
1: Yes, blast and all that stuff. I think I can see, uh, you know, I'm, and my my mother kind of was very responsible for that in me. You know, she was sick and stuff. She still managed to always see positive everywhere. And I think, yeah, there's, as long as you're, as long as you're, your eyes are open. You're in the game. Keep going,
0: you know? I'm going to be a nerd and make this about uh, Harry Potter for a second. All right. Uh, there's a luck potion in one of the Harry Potter uh, books. And, is it just a placebo? Uh, it, it, it's both. Okay. And so um, uh, the way that J.K. Rowling writes about it is um, sometimes it is a self-fulfilling prophecy because uh, Ron yeah. ends up not taking the potion even though he thought that he did. And he has great luck as a result because he, he goes in confident thinking that he had taken the potion. Yeah. And I think uh... it's a really good way to frame that kind of a thing. Okay. It makes kinda makes sense. And the
1: notion so. that you make your own luck. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, and let's... even deeper from the notice. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's going into our souls, peeling back the layers, and showing us all we're all human. Alright, we've gone a little deep. God bless the noticer.
2: We went uh, we went a little deep on those. We went uh,
1: really deep, like three knuckles. Yes.
2: <laughs> wow. Want something a little lighter?
1: Something lighter from the noticer. Uh,
2: how about there are a lot of different things I have here that are worth bringing up. Uh, okay.
1: Tearing through page after page.
2: How about this? Uh, there was a poll of 1,000 Americans that uh, reveals uh, their travel bucket list and how they feel about them. 77% they actually they say they have a travel bucket list. But it's just 3% of that group say that they've actually visited all of the destinations on their list. I would hope that my bucket list would never end of, of travel. Yeah, yeah why, why, you know uh, I mean? well, I'm
0: done. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, always want Mine's lifelong.
2: Yeah. Uh, 52% say that they are likely to visit a destination on their bucket list. 45% say they are unlikely uh, to visit it. The top reason is it costs too much, obviously, because, you know, you're going to aim pretty high when you think about bucket list. Um, never stops the hobos that you may want to go to. Other reasons for not traveling to the destinations include uh, dreaming big, but not following through. What's your number one destination on your bucket list? Number one. Well, I guess furthest destination uh, would be New Zealand. Okay. Um, And and that is, that's like, that's retirement uh, travel because it (sighs) takes too damn long to get there. And it's really expensive. And, uh, you know. You want to spend a lot of time there. How much time would you want to spend there? A month? couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks, I think.
3: A couple weeks? <laughs> How far is it? Is it like it's a- halfway
2: around the world. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, like, is it a 24 hour flight? Australia. Nick, area. you would know better. No, it's it's like, like 14 hours yeah. or something like that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a long ass flight. Um, But I mean, it, every time I start to consider, okay, we got to start thinking about family vacation this year. Where you want to go? And there are things like, you know, there's obvious ones like, well, we should go to Hawaii. But then I think about, wow, the American West. I want to go back and I want to explore that a little bit more. I've never really done much exploring in Canada. Um, Wally World. World. Uh, Wally World. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. Um,
1: and, uh, you know, I'd like to go to Iceland sometime. Iceland. Um, Japan for me. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd love to. Actually, I'd like to go see, you know, Russia. You know, I, I, there are some places that are just for their... Uh, you know, it, it's just
0: amazing stuff. Um,
3: Iceland's not that far, though. No, no it's, not. No, it's well,
0: not. Nick's been there. I went yeah. in March. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, five hours or so. It's uh, closer than England, so... Um, it's, it's very doable. It's expensive. Um, so if anybody's thinking about going to Iceland, uh, save now because it And there it are costs stone storms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, wind is, uh, is a serious <laughs> issue. Um, uh, my bucket list for my life is, uh, all of the national parks in the U.S. system. And how they many are there, there, by the way? There are uh, 59 or 60, depending on how many you count. Uh, the farthest one away is in American Samoa, I think. So it's like, uh, wow. somewhere way out in the Pacific past Hawaii. And there are eight alone in Alaska, and I haven't been to Alaska yet, so Whoa. that... Yeah, Bill Bill went to Denali last year. Um, it's amazing. And it, it is. I, I haven't been. Um, I've heard it's amazing. Uh, uh, but Alaska alone could warrant multiple well, trips. Yeah, I mean, uh, Alaska is like half the size of the United States, so you, you could... And when you go to... Uh, there's a place called uh, Gates of the Arctic National Park. You can't drive there. You have to be flown in, they drop you off, and then a week later they come back and they pick you up. I think there are more private planes in any state
2: uh yeah. in in alaska <laughs> yeah. there there are more pilots in alaska than in any other state it was that wild? a huge state but it's a big way to get around because of so many remote locations Because you have to you have to do it that yeah. way uh, you could
1: th- fit texas and africa in alaska not if you africa didn't put africa in. if you didn't uh, put uh, africa, africa, in africa, yeah. africa, africa. uh
2: how about you uh what what's a uh japan
4: definitely okay, japan yeah. Uh, yeah you got any uh, mm, yes everywhere I, I, but so, you haven't really thought about it? No. Oh, you, no. W- I mean, w- I,
1: what, what about on a, on a more refined, I mean, on a bucket list that, says, that I've got to get, I would like to get to? What, um, what's in the I would like to get to? Well, Sheboygan. So, Sheboygan. Sheboygan. No. I, Sheboygan? I was at the Conservatory at, uh, of Music.
4: I was at Joshua Tree State Park, or I'm sorry, National Park. Uh, a couple of years ago, but I was only there for a hot minute. So I need to get back there and spend more time there. Uh, you, you mentioned American West. Like, I need to do Glacier, um, Yellowstone. That's actually... Jellystone. I got to be a Jellystone. Jellystone Park is yes. great.
1: Watch out for that Ranger Smith, though.
4: Um, so uh, um, uh, Big Sur. Oh, like, I, I, there, Big there's Sur. just so many. And, like, I, I want to do, like, America before I do anything else.
1: You know? no, it's, it's certainly well worth it. I, I, right. I actually... I. I I thank my years in stand up for getting me around I, everywhere, you know, every state in the country. It's 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 amazing, you yeah. know. Uh, there's still a lot to see, though. I want to drive across this country so terribly
4: nude. bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, <laughs> n- if I had to do it nude, then I, then I would do that.
2: You know, I I have a hard time finding those uh, those locations that you that you don't think about. I mean, I I I always gravitate towards the obvious ones. And Nick, you've ended up like your last uh, couple of vacations, you've ended up in spots I've never heard of before. And then you I see pictures and I'm like, "Dear God, how have I never heard of this?" You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you
6: pinpoint these locations?
2: <laughs> uh, just a lot just of research. asking around yeah. or you just look online cuz online tends to send you in the same directions all the time. Right. I, if, I, you put, if you if you I'm sorry to interrupt, no. but but if you put in a, you know, uh exotic vacations in the United States or you know most popular pla- blah 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 it ends up being dvda s- dvda Don't you we'll will go- not get one park
0: no uh it tends to send you to the same places every time right and i think one of the great things about instagram and one of the cur- uh, curses of instagram is that people will post these uh exotic locations that are attainable and 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 you can get to them um sometimes they become overly popular as yes. a result so they're they're really cool photos or they're neat places um but, yeah, I mean, I ended up at a place called Maroon Bells uh, on my uh, Colorado vacation. And, Never heard of it. And, and most people haven't. And it's these incredible mountain. and it's, a, it's not a national park. I think it's a national recreation area. It's not too terribly far from Aspen. Um, but if not for probably, if not for some online posts, I, I don't think I would have known about it as well. But, you know, you, the way that I do it is I look at a map. Uh, I love maps because I'm a dork, and, and I will start narrowing it down from there. And I'll be like, all right, I want to go to Colorado this summer. Here's a bunch of different places that I haven't been to. I And, and for me, like, when you start planning around national parks, uh, the other um, parts of the trip start to fill themselves in. Yeah. in. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, if you –
1: even right in our backyard, like I was uh, – I was uh, during the time off, I was hiking a lot and the Wissahickon Trail and all the various trails around here. There's some beautiful areas mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't don't, don't realize are just right in your backyard. There you're-
4: is uh, – I want to do the Appalachian Trail. I'd like to see if I could get that done. I don't care if I have to do it in um, – in uh, was um, just stages, yeah. You know, because I, it would take too long to get it uh, all done at once. But if I had the time at the, uh, you know, after I retire or whatever, to do it all at once, that would be pretty amazing.
2: Here's here's a bucket list thing I want to do, uh, and Bill will jump all over for uh, for uh, the privilege thing. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I forgot exactly now But it, it's glamping, yeah. and I found I found this place. It's something Paws Resort. I forgot what it was, but dear God. Does it look awesome? Where is it? I mean, like, Butler Service, the whole thing. It's out west. It's, it's in, a
1: splurge. It's, it's a splurge-cation. Did you Utah see um, or something yeah.
2: like that. But it's uh, it looked it looked amazing. <laughs> and um, it would be super-duper expensive. So we have
4: a guy named Tim Graham in our sales department. Yes. Did you see what he did over the past uh uh, no. It was early, uh, and so he he glamped. Oh, geez, what, where it was, it West, was it? was at um, West Yellowstone.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was a, it was a nice. He had these nice uh, tents pre done. Now that, there's the glamping can go up even you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, far more, but he had a wonderful situation. You know the, the bed, the whole thing. I, I, I'm not sure about the the plumbing. I think it was pretty decent. Oh, I found it. You did. Pause up resort. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, but it was yeah, it, Casey. It was that. It's a it's a take up from just regular camping. Yeah. Yeah, let me uh let me see if
2: I can uh Where is it? Uh it is in here It's in Montana. Oh Yeah, it's pretty badass. Okay. Do
1: um, so they give you prices? I'm a childhood you know, it's friend. F- stupid forty thousand dollars a night?
2: <laughs> no, but it's over a thousand dollars a night. It's <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's wait, ex- wait. it's super
1: and your butler's a bear. Uh, yeah.
2: how much a night? I think it's over. I, I would imagine it's over a thousand dollars. There is a place actually
3: in the Po, uh, it's in the Poconos, about three hours away. Um, and I, I called because it's sort of like a kind of like a, a girls' getaway or something yeah. like that. And I called to see how much it was, um, just shy over a thousand dollars a night to go <laughs> mm-hmm. there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like,
2: what? I know. this place, Casey has like hot air balloon rides. And, okay, you know it's. They, they, they do everything for you.
0: I was talking with uh, the same friends that I was talking to the other day about uh, the cost of Bucknell, and uh, one of the guys has uh, brothers-in-law who are very wealthy, and they were renting a house in uh, Park City, Utah. Yeah. $6,500 a night. Okay. $6,500. Was it a couple of guys in on a place? I mean, yes. Was it, it 6,500 guys? It was, no. It was several families, <laughs> but 6,500 a night. I know. It's that's, that's, that's insane. I, I keep You better
1: that. have HBO. <laughs> you ever see those? You know those motel signs, HBO and air conditioning. Oh, wow. excellent. This so here is the bathroom in your tent, Kathy. Oh wow. Okay,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind You're camping.
2: Are you yeah.
1: camping?
2: That's yeah. it's in the tent. Tent.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's, let's just <laughs> all state of state. It looked like a tent. <laughs> yeah, it's actually. a thirty-five story tent. Well, they just removed the roof and they yeah. put canvas on it. Right. And there yeah. You I was. Go. I was. I just to use the elevator in my tent.
2: But I mean, uh, no, I, I, I am gonna look when when. Uh, the day arrives that retirement enters my life. I when you can't I, smell anything. I when I can't smell anything anymore. <laughs> no, I want to travel. It's what I want to do. It would My and, dad
1: does. My dad's ninety.
2: And if I were to if I were to hit the lottery like you're going to very soon, Casey, I would spend my time traveling. It would be so it's much a, fun. It's a big old world. It yeah. is a big world. It's and a big right now country too, man. It's just expensive to get there. And
4: that's
1: the that's the issue. Well, so, I told you earlier. Yeah. It doesn't stop the hobos. No. Ride the, ride, the, ride the rails, rails. ride the rails yeah. uh, you
0: and ironweed heading that, off to montana that's what those van life people do i mean uh, you know they yeah. they travel the west mostly the west although it is really is around this the country but they do it um on the cheap and you don't it does not have to be a 6500 a night place to uh to enjoy what this country has to there, offer there were some videos that they posted up uh the
1: uh the couple and uh, they were at uh, these these hot springs that yeah. they they'd found it just looked look like paradise it was awesome yeah I wonder if it's paradise all the time, though. Well, unless you can fit my big screen TV in that (laughs) van.
2: No. I'm going to go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning.
7: Hey, Preston, Steve. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Joe? Good. Hey, listen, I just want to tell you guys really quick. um, My in-laws are in Minnesota, so we drive out to Minnesota every summer. I'm fortunate enough to be able to do my work in Minnesota for a month, a month and a half out there. Um, leave Philadelphia, go out there and work. But during the summer, we usually spend two weeks and we just travel around. So mm-hmm. this year we drove from Minnesota, southeastern Minnesota to Yellowstone and yeah. then Yellowstone up to Glacier. Mm-hmm. And then Glacier, way back, we crossed Wyoming. And way back from Wyoming, we stopped at this park called uh, Teddy Roosevelt State Park. Okay, It was like the bad the badlands of North Dakota. Wow. it was really awesome about it because we didn't even know there was badlands in North Dakota. We You know, the badlands around... I get uh, Keystone and stuff like that, where the you know, um, where the faces are in the mountain. I always forget Mount Rushmore. the name of it. Thank
1: you, Round Rushmore. Yeah. Um, you know, Mount in-
7: <laughs>
2: Rushmore. Yeah. It's okay.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. I was not impressed. You, well, you're looking at Round Rushmore. <laughs> Turn around. Behind you is Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh, look at that
7: round. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so we but it's really it was really cool because there was um, wild horses there in the badlands which was really weird along with um you know the the bison and stuff like that You the saw you horse.
0: saw you saw wild horses? Yeah Joe yeah, I, I was that? reading about Teddy That's Roosevelt awesome. National Park. It, it's actually it's um uh it's a national park in North Dakota and it's split into two different locations and the reason That's I was right. reading about it is that the two best places to see wildlife in the United States are Yellowstone National Park and Teddy Roosevelt National Park. Okay. No Exactly. Yeah. And Where's was, it, mushroom? And we
5: did,
7: we, and Mount Mushroom? We at Mount Mount Right. So, <laughs> so we. So that was the thing, though. We and it was great for taking pictures at night. The stars. There was billions. of stars Oh my God! And, I mean, places you know, like
1: it, Monument Park, or you know, any yeah. of those things. It, it's, sure. uh, and and it's Ponument it's, Mark. Yeah, Ponument Mark. And, amazing. Yeah. And it wasn't.
7: And it wasn't. Re, remember, we. So what? The one thing about Yellowstone and Glacier is
1: you. It's outside. Out far
7: in Glacier. It was it was awesome. It was right on the lake, looking at the mountains. Yes. And then Yellowstone, we stayed at um, the um, oh my god, the uh, the old um, Old Faithful Inn, and then um, the Teddy Roosevelt Cabins, which were these little tiny shacks. Yeah. Kind of familiar, but you have to make your reservations. Like a year in advance, oh, sure, them. that was the hardest yep. thing about it. Mm-hmm. Keep that yeah. in mind, awful.
2: Awesome. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, I've been Pretty to Yellowstone cool. three times, it's uh, it's amazing. And there, are so, but but I, it, you know, and that's the big, that's the crown jewel out there. But there are so many other little spots like the Teddy Roosevelt uh location I was not aware of, and then Mushmore, uh, and and Route uh, Mushmore, uh, someday, Yosemite. That's be I,
4: that's another one I want to go to. Yes, yeah,
2: I've been, it's incredible. It was yeah. closed for a week. Uh, they're, For they're, painting, no, no uh, fires, the fires. The fires, yeah, no. But they—the uh, uh, thing about these parks is—is they've—they've really become overrun with tourists, I know. and so, its, it's and too to, many animals. Yeah, I, I mean, come on with that.
4: I, I felt the same way when I went to Acadia a few years ago. I was like, man, it's to, so crowded here. But when we went to watch the sunrise on Cadillac Mountain, afterwards, everybody went home, and we went hiking, and that was the best time. Can okay. I tell you how to
1: how yeah. to get it open and get get it all to yourself? Start a brush fire.
2: Yes. Yeah. obviously, It's just great. You'll see the crowds part and you'll have it all for yourself. All right. Interesting. Well, that was uh, just a couple of things I noticed this morning, but uh, maybe you have a bucket list. uh, The Noticer
1: has just told us about Bucket lists, Mm -hmm. And then earlier he reached into our hearts and made us better people. I tried. This has been The Noticer.
2: We'll do it again sometime. Uh, we're going to take a break, uh, and I should give something away. Yes, Casey this. is handing me this. I have a pair of run-of-engagement passes to see the new action thriller Mile 22 at Mark Wahlberg. And they're good Monday through Thursday at any Regal Cinema throughout the Philadelphia area. Mile 22 is in theaters nationwide now. Uh, so let's take three colors at 215-263-WMMR. We'll give you those. We'll be back in just a second. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, I go to Hand & Stone Massage Facial Spa. Listen, whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand & Stone is the place to go. Introductory massages or facials start at just $59.95. Visit HandAndStone.com or one of their 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details.
0: French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else?
1: Are you ready for love? If so, Stephen makes it easy Handpicking picking diamonds to create a stunning engagement ring that's guaranteed to take her breath away. Stephen Singer Jewelers, real love experts at the other corner of 8th and Walnut or IHateStevenSinger.com.
2: Hey, gang, it's Preston. Listen, these days, you know how it is. You can get practically everything you want on demand. I mean, it's like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? Hey, all you need is stamps.com. What is that? Well, I'm here to tell you, friends, with stamps.com. You can access all the services of the post office and do it right from your desk. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just click, you print, you mail, and you're done, my friend. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Here's what you got to do to get it all, gang. Right now, use Gadzooks for a special free offer. They have a four-week trial that includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait on this. You want to check it out now. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word Gadzooks. Once again, that's Stamps.com and
1: enter Gadzooks. Check this out. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Dickhead. <laughs> nice. What's up, Steve? I just wanted to hit this, actually. It was supposed to be a shard out, but it's for a charity. And the gentleman was in here um, last week as uh, an audience member. He had been on a charity, so he said we'd return the favor. Uh, it is a comedy show that's coming up, and it's going to benefit the Shore Animal Volunteer uh, Enterprise, and they're going to save. Is this and from Jerry Torres? Jerry Torres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's Friday, August 24th, and it's a comedy show to benefit the Save the Rescue Shelter, Tom's River. <clears throat> Excuse me. For tickets, uh, you can contact 732 279 3470. We'll put the information up on the website. Uh, it's at the Laughter Lounge. And it also says daddy It's kind of some, some conflicting information on here. Anyway, it's coming up this Friday, August 24th. It's a comedy show in the Tom's River area. And if you're interested in helping out, he's going to be performing and uh, a couple of other people. And it's to save this um, this rescue shelter, this re- uh, uh, save the rescue shelter at Tom's River. So we'll put the information up on President Steve. If you want to see a comedy show and you're in that area and uh, you want to do something good, that might be an option. Nice. Uh, listen, tonight
2: we have a chance for you to win. MM Army and Marissa will be at Destination Dog on Walnut Street in Philadelphia, 1111 Walnut. Uh, it is the Miller Lite London Calling Green Legion trip to head with us to London for, uh, the Eagles playing live and whole deal. Well, Mm. the Eagles playing live. It's, (laughs) The Philadelphia Eagles. Right. Uh, oh, not, not the band! Not the band! <laughs> not the band! Um, Desperado. No, they have a uh, they have a game in uh, in London, and we're going to be there broadcasting live. So join Marissa tonight. You could be one of the finals. You could win tickets to a home game home game as well. And Miller Lite is going to have specials on board. So seven to nine tonight. Destination Dog. Eleven Eleven Walnut Street. Marissa will be there. Um, piece of audio to uh, play. Um, Post Malone. Oh, your fave. Yeah, we were on the call last night and somebody said Post Malone almost had a, a crash and I just pretended like I you knew who you were talking about. What's this about Provolone?
4: Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I didn't know what I saw Kathy
4: about. tweet about Post Malone the other day and
3: Yesterday.
4: Yeah. Uh no, it was actually two days ago no, two, wasn't. He- it
3: was yesterday because he um he, he was on a plane and he was circling and there was breaking news that uh he, they were circling, they couldn't land because of the landing gear on the, the plane. And they were
1: burning up the fuel too. Uh, because right, it's part yeah. of the car, so they blew so out a, they blew out a tire on takeoff yeah, it was a chartered uh flight I guess uh, uh, a jet uh-huh. and um so it' was, you know maybe him and about 15 16 other people on the uh, on the jet All right, and the tires blew out and we have the pilot who is very calm we always we were always marveling at pilots in these situations that could be really dangerous maintaining their cool and here's yeah. another example Yep, yeah, here we
0: go sir uh, we just thought the tire blew
4: so uh, we might need to come back, sir just thought we might have blown a tire, sir. We blew a tire, so we need to come back, sir.
2: Yeah, we're not going to declare an emergency, sir, uh, but uh, we like to just head back. Big turn uh, for 2-4 and clear the land. Turn. Listen to this guy. Yeah. yeah, the front end of the airplane fell off. And, yeah.
5: Um... <laughs> we're not going to declare an emergency. We can come
2: back. That
1: will be back. <laughs> you know, the whole engine blew out and about three people were sucked out through an open window, <laughs> but we'd really like to come back. Big turn uh, for 2-4 and clear the land. Sir, we're descending to 1500 for one traffic. Okay, sir, and if it's okay, can, uh we hold for uh, just to burn some
4: fuel, uh, get our weight
1: down?
2: <laughs> oh my yes. god! Do you mind if we Wait. just kind of hang out so the plane doesn't uh, burst into flames? Yeah, destroying <laughs> hey, the listen, ball of fire. And... Last
1: thing we want to do is be a pain, but the entire plane's engulfed in flames, and my pilot, co-pilot, just shot himself. So. <laughs> You can help us out. You can float us a solid. gray. get back to me if you can. Yeah.
3: So they were circling on purpose. You know, I'm I didn't realize just that. am going to
1: text you from now on. I don't want to be a <laughs> nuisance.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, when 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 an aircraft, in some occasions, when when it looks like there's going to be trouble, they dump their fuel. Yeah, mm-hmm. less of a chance to cause a big right. ball of fire. And I guess these guys were going to burn it up. Yeah, that's uh, what so they did. Here's the last part: and a half hours of fuel, and we have sixteen souls on board for one zero one. Victor, how many? How much time? Oh, wait a second, hold on. Uh, get our weight down. And a half hours of fuel and we have sixteen souls
4: on board for one zero one Trey
2: Vicker. Oh something and a half hours of fuel. Yeah. I didn't I didn't catch that. But uh, all right, and then you have uh Post
1: Malone post himself, himself post. Uh-huh. PM, as uh, most
2: people call him. Saying he was frightened. Here we
1: go. Oh my god. I hate flying in general and then you know, I don't even know what to say, man. I'm shook. Yeah, hell yeah. They do we I, there's a one hell of a team on that aircraft and um we're here, and we're here on um, Earth, and I
2: need a beer, and I need um, <laughs> some wine at the same time. Mixed <laughs> some beer, a beer and some
1: wine at the same time. That's you know what to... I
3: tweeted yesterday, Case, his yeah. quote, that he needed okay. beer and wine mixed together at I like the same it. time.
1: Do you know what it reminded me of, President. It was just recently. Kevin Hart's run in. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah he had his similar deal. They had a, a landing gear
1: issue yeah. and uh,
2: made it, so uh but well, you know so what? what
3: happened when he landed what i didn't i never saw what happened to the plane like i, I guess don't
2: know. yeah i don't know if they just uh, if they landed on a uh, on a flattened blown tire and it they just... jack it up change the tire and take off again <laughs> oh my god <gosh. laughs> no i'm just wondering if it you know shredded on uh, on landing yeah, yeah. Or, or anything yeah. like that so i'm not really sure kath but uh but apparently
1: everything everybody was okay let me ask you something and this yeah. is just uh i know you're not going to know but i would assume why can't they have run flat tires on those tires Good question. It might weigh too much.
2: Through, that's what I was wondering uh, because there it's solid rubber yeah. inside of the uh, inside of the run flat tires. But that's a really good question. Or
1: w- this is a shredding issue. Do they would they not shred as easily? I don't know. Well, I'm not really sure. Maybe. So we're looking at video footage of the uh, the aircraft
2: coming in for a landing, and um, yeah,
3: and look, they didn't have the it, fire engines or anything set up. So
2: I guess. Oh, you remember the guy said, nah, we don't want to declare an emergency, so don't worry about it. We've got no um, landing but gear. Chingy was there with a the fire extinguisher. Was he? Yes. Yeah. That guy. He's so cool. Hey, uh something completely non-related to that, but I did have a uh, a question because uh, the other day um, I had some uh, friends in from out of town. Is
1: this your new character, the Inquisitor? No, <laughs> it's not the Inquisitor. Uh, but
2: I had uh, But I am curious if other people other um, businesses have this. So I had a friend of him from out of town. His uh, kids came along with him, and they, they stopped in to uh, to hang out for a little bit. And uh, one of them had a video camera and was uh, filming some stuff around here. Yes. And left the case to the camera <laughs> in our kitchen <laughs> oh, right. on the table. Well, our kitchen table here at WMMR <laughs> means fair game. It means take it. If you put it on the table. It's going. You can have it. Yes. And that's. Pretty, that's it. That's, that's, it's an unwritten rule. Nobody's ever. There's no sign. No, no. Nobody's ever really said anything. But if you put it on the table, it's fair game and you can take it. And when I tell you that it wasn't on there for longer than five minutes, I, I I'd, might even be saying that a bit long. It yeah. was maybe on for three or four minutes, and it was gone. Mm-hmm. Right. And so CDs
1: will end up there. Food will end up there. Everything is yeah. up for grabs.
2: Yeah. Not yeah. T-shirts. Yeah. No, it's just stuff. Yeah. And I've brought in things. Uh, I've I brought in... You know, gifts that I don't really want.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and like it, that home beer maker. And
2: it, <laughs> and it put it on the table and it's been up for grabs. Is that common that people have a an area where it's, I if, wonder it, if it's there, it's free?
1: I don't remember anyone, any area of any past job where it was so clearly accepted that one area was there. You that. know what? We didn't have that at Y100. No, there was not a yeah, free table. Right. Yeah, you're no. right. Uh it might but be we didn't have really a technical kitchen area where people could sit around we did in uh when we moved to Conchie. in Kanchi we did yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not in the uh in the
2: media offices uh yeah that's true okay you didn't it, I mean you it's, like
4: that yeah but it's wild because there there will be times when I'm at home and uh you know just trying to purge some things and I mean, in, in years past, it would be like, all right, I'm just tossing this. I'm just throwing this away. I'm taking it to work. And now I'll look at it. Well, yeah. I won't take it to I'll work. I'll do it. If, uh, if it's I stuff that it. I have, yes.
1: Maybe other people might want this. Yeah, I yeah. won't
4: take it to work if I know that it's junk. Yeah. But if I look at it, I go, you know what? Somebody will take this. You yeah. know, like old movies or
1: CDs or whatever it is. And you'll be surprised what will move out there. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. anything. Any, because, oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's free. Yeah.
2: Somebody'll want styrofoam. I could try- use this. I'm trying to think of the weird stuff that I've placed out there cuz I I cleaned out uh, a portion of our basement um where we just store stuff and yeah. things that have and if it's been there for like, you know, 8 or 9 years, at some point I'm going and it's not sentimental, it's just there. Yeah. We have it. I want to get rid of it. And Did I You put
1: some booze out there once? I brought Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Nick. Yes.
2: Nick cleaned out his his yeah, booze. I close. cleaned out my booze. I put a bunch out there. That I put a Keurig quick. out there. You keurig. put a keurig out. I put a
4: keurig out there. yes. Okay. And that went. Obviously. Reardon took that. It, it, it wasn't because uh, Reardon was doing the uh, the overnight, and he he gra- snagged that on the way out.
2: I put. I think I had like uh, I've, I've put like collectible things that are just like sure. Who would want this? Oh. And and they they go. They disappear.
1: And you never have to put a sign that says take it.
4: No. No. It's just taken. It. No. You're I mean, say? you do have to put things on there. This is not. Uh, you know, don't take this. Yeah. I would.
1: I would mm-hmm. not run that risk. Nah. Uh, it, By the way, the the case that yeah. was taken who was, stole
2: was returned. It wasn't stolen. Who stole? Who, who not decided gonna that they were going to rob? No, Why? I will because he didn't do anything wrong. It was Marcus, and he was. Uh-huh. And he, was he was really. Uh, he felt really guilty. He felt about it. horrible, and but he had, but he, he had nothing. He had no idea. N- nothing to worry about. He I told was- me.
3: I talked to him after, and he was like, "I thought, oh, cool yeah. camera case." Yes. Yeah. No,
2: the kids didn't know. They didn't know it was their fault uh, for putting it there, and it's not their fault technically because they didn't know about it. But anyway, it's uh, Marcus. Don't worry about it, dude. It was it was no big deal when we got it back. I just had to mail it to him because uh, they were leaving that day. But, and it's just, they, like I
1: assume Marcus is gonna give you the money. He's gonna
2: pay for the uh, the shipping. <laughs> but belt. I you know, I
1: feel bad for Mark like he's n- he's never here at that time he of
2: the never day. Is. Like no, it was yeah. just
4: a weird turn of events.
2: Wait, this is interesting. Let me go to David. Hey, uh, David, good morning.
7: Hey, good morning, Chris Allen. How are you <laughs> <laughs> hey! What's up, David? Where I work, we have
2: an area that does that exact thing. Okay.
7: There's an employee lounge. There's a sidebar on the employee lounge. It's not not some more of a lounge in a lunchroom. Anything you leave on there, fair game.
2: All right, and it's and it's understood. It's cool it's with everybody.
7: Understood. No one complains. No nothing. And to take it one step further. Okay. Anything left in the company refrigerator on Friday afternoon, fair game.
1: Anything left on the front. That's actually an interesting idea. That the is. only difference is here you have people who are working all weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, and um, yeah, it's around the clock. Yeah. Right. Uh, but
2: the, I like that idea, though, of on a specific date, uh, the fridge is up for grabs because we've we've had the conversation many times that a lot of contention can happen over the company fridge and taking stuff that you're not supposed to. I mean, there's been you what know, about
1: cars left in the parking lot? Uh, you can have those. <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I
4: do think, you know, just uh, thanks, you know, David, uh, talking about putting things in the fridge that maybe there should be a, a the standard. You got to put a date on the, you know, when you put your thing in the fridge, right? Well,
1: not just a random date. Not,
4: no, no. The well, the, the March actual 12 Twelve twenty. No, no.
2: Well, I no.
3: think you should be responsible for throwing out your rotting food.
2: We could easily sure. facilitate that. You can get the uh, post-it note um, little holders that you can stick on the side of the fridge with mm-hmm. a with a pen. Yeah. And- post and you just popped it out, pop it out and write the uh, the date on it yeah. and pop it in there.
4: Because a lot of times people will just forget that they even put it in the fridge. And um, listen, I don't, I rarely go into that fridge. Rarely. I go in for creamers. Yeah, I, I don't even do that. But, yeah. um, you know, if you open that fridge and you're looking for something and you see something that was, that's been in there for a month, then, yeah, you should be able to toss that thing.
2: Yeah. People are texting in about uh, leaving stuff out in front of their house and having it taken or throwing stuff out in the it, trash it, it, and it disappeared. Yeah.
1: What is that Craigslist uh, classification? Curb alert. Uh, Curb stoppers. Yeah. Curb <laughs> But it's, uh, I mean, man. it it really
4: is. It, yeah. Listen, we have college students here for, yeah. that are that are interns that could probably, you know, I just know when, when I was in school, you know, DVDs and, well, at the time,
2: VHSs as well. Yeah. Yeah. That was like currency right there. Sure. You know? uh, I'm going to go to Jen next. Hey, Jen, good morning.
7: Good morning. Hey, what's up, Jen? Hey, um I just wanted to say at my work we do that all the time. <laughs> You'll always find tomatoes and yeah. cucumbers and all all vegetables from everyone's garden. From home flowers. garden. That's a great Oh idea. yeah,
1: absolutely. That makes total sense.
7: Leftover birthday cake from parties <laughs> over the weekend.
1: What about Halloween candy?
7: yeah sometimes yeah. I just go I like you're hungry, you just go in the kitchen. there's
1: always something <laughs> nice, and here actually now we're we're under construction because our sister stations and everybody's moving up to the fourth floor in the building oh, yeah. but uh so <laughs> Thanks, we re- when that happens, I mean, we're gonna have pandemonium because yeah. everybody's gonna have you know when there's a floor separation, you may not just walk over and see what's there, but our kitchen here was really the most hopping kitchen for food and leftovers. Yeah. I mean, and people just come up. We had an employee here who I don't think would ever buy lunch on the off chance. That there'd be food? That there'd be food,
4: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was the best haul that you, I'm sure you've never taken anything off of that kitchen table other than food. What's the best haul that you think you've gotten? Something that that
2: that I've, uh, left.
1: uh, I did take a a sweatshirt one time. Okay. Yeah. I took some of
2: Nick's old booze. I don't okay. know if I ended up, I took some limoncello that you had. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that I was think, good stuff. I don't know if I drank it or not. You
3: you came in one time with uh, a $50 bottle of champagne, which is like one of my favorite champagnes. And you were like, yeah, I mean, we're just not going to drink this. I was like, oh, this
2: well, just we, made my day. Well, we had like five bottles of champagne that had been around for years. And I'm like, I just, I need to make room. You can yeah. have this. Don't worry. I drink yeah. like it. Do you have yeah. a bar? I do have a bar. Okay. A bar? <laughs> a bar? A bar? <laughs> yeah, I got a bar. A bar? A, bar? a bu- uh, yes, I do have a bar. Uh let me go to uh Francesca. Francesca, good morning. Good morning. Hey what's up? Gadzoo's <laughs> Um
7: I'm calling. I work at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and we have a staff lounge. Yes. And you put I'm talking like a half bitten piece of pizza down on the table, it's gone in thirty five seconds if you put it in the middle.
1: Let me ask you, Francesca. So like <laughs> with our right. with our table it was never it was never mentioned. It's just it's just a sort of what yeah. is and accept when it. I,
7: when I got there, they told me like don't put your fr- leftover fries in the middle because someone will take them from you. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> it's
2: ma- it's mainly food, Francesca.
7: Um, it can be anything. Like some people bring in beer from parties, old fruitcakes for Christmas, but people bringing goods too. Like I made my husband bring in some stuff we were trying to get rid of from our house.
1: Yeah. It's actually a good idea, and you don't think about it a lot of times. If you're getting rid of something, what am I going to do with this? Bring it in. Bring it in. Somebody will take it. Yeah, I'm taking it.
7: That way I can get rid of it.
4: And then if nobody
1: takes it, somebody will throw it away. You know?
7: It'll sit on the
5: table.
1: The
4: only place it doesn't work is if you're a toll collector. Yeah. 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 Hey, Captain. You're the only one in there. Let me ask you a question because I think you'll probably get grossed out at this. But um, so pools have a lost and found table, right? And I'm not saying taking anything, but I've, I've gone to the pool with the kids. And they have forgotten a towel, right? Oh, and yeah, I'm like, you know, I know, I'm like, well, just go to the lost and found and, and use that towel, and, and then and I wow. uh, put it back when you're done. But still, don't, don't take it. But I, or if goggles,
3: we did. Um, Pink huh, eye. I don't think I don't think, go- I don't think goggles would um, would gross me out as much. But uh, I forgot a bathing suit for Jace once when he was doing swim lessons, and they were like, you can go through the lost and found. I was like. No, no. <laughs> we'll reschedule.
2: I, I stole from Lost and Found one time. Did you? Maybe a couple of times.
3: You found it.
2: Wallets? No, 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 no. At, uh, at golf courses. Oh, they always have range Lost finder. And no, not range find. I wouldn't go that big. Okay. Uh, club head cover. Really? Like, yeah, they're cheap. And yeah. you know, yeah. and I remember getting like a bought a used club online, and I forgot to get a head clubber, uh, head head cover for it. So I just I remember going to a golf course going. Hey, uh, did somebody leave a head cover here? Blah blah blah. Eh, boxes out there in the cart. Uh, you know, go, yeah. go take a look. And you can just like, sip through, and oh, this one will work. This is yeah. mine. Took it. Yeah, yeah. And um, the chances are it's been sitting there for years. Some nobody hasn't come around and gotten it. So yeah, I, I've stolen.
4: I was From, like, uh, lost and found. I was hiking uh, <laughs> one time, and I saw this person had a really nice North Face jacket, and I was like, and I had commented on it, and he said. Oh yeah, I'm a teacher at this uh, at this school, and the kids just left it there uh, at the end of the school year. Oh, yeah. Lost and found went unclaimed, so I ganked it. Totally you know what?
2: It. At the end of the year at at a school like that, mm-hmm.
4: is that maybe they. I know in colleges a lot of times, especially, like, international students, they'll leave, like, full-on TVs. Oh, sure.
0: Not just international students. I got in trouble at school one time, and I had to uh, stay behind and clean out the dorm rooms, and people are just lazy at that And you're like, this is a punishment? Well, it was, (laughs) I got money, I got clothes, I got, like, people are just, didn't want to pack up the stuff and move it, and so they just would leave it behind in the dorm Wow. Yeah, total laziness.
2: Wow. Uh, let me go to, hang on a second here. I have, uh, Dan. Hi, Dan. You're on the air. Good morning. Is your name Dan? Don? Is there a robot in the room? Din? All right, we lost him. Uh, he was saying same thing. Food and cafeteria becomes up for grabs when you put it on a specific table. Oh, but leftovers, I'd be a little hesitant. Well, something, yeah,
1: also something that's been
2: ditten. You don't somebody's, know what. Yeah, yeah. somebody's been picking. I have a
1: horrible oral condition. Right, we we enjoy.
2: However, we have restaurants that come in and cater. Yes, and so we'll when when we're done serving everybody, they put the serving containers over there, and it's a little bit different than someone's plate. It's like a regular buffet at the table. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Uh, let me go to Casey saying line four. So I have Roy. Hi, Roy. Good morning. Roy.
7: Good morning, guys. Hey, How what's up, you? buddy? Uh, no, not much. Uh, we were going out golfing early, like five thirty. I was picking my buddy up uh-huh. and he was waiting on the curb for us. And had to run back in to go to the bathroom. He left his clubs on the curb, ran in. We came to pick them up. They were gone. Ah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, somebody thought that somebody put the clubs out for trash. And they went by and scooped them up.
1: See, so when I initially saw your story, I'm like, no, that was not hearing the context or thinking, no, that's just flat out theft. Someone stole them. But if it's out at the curb. Is it trash day by any chance? Uh, No, no. That? But you sometimes you think yeah. sometimes it doesn't matter. People will put in anticipation
2: of you know trash day if you or that someone will take them and you and see so it. I'll, I'll see a lot of times there's a sign that will say free, right? Mm-hmm. You know, on mm-hmm. it or something like that. But oh well, man, in Delco, so yeah. Well,
7: there yeah. you go. Free. Right. <laughs>
2: did you guys ever? Did you ever track the guy down, or is this his clubs are gone?
7: Gone. <laughs> Do they give me
2: thousands of dollars? Yeah. 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 You know,
4: I'm a hacker, so they want all that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> still...
2: I'm at a, a garage sale anyway. Wow. All right, thanks, Roy. Yeah, Appreciate a lot it. of times, that you know,
4: like, like trash days on like a Tuesday, you'll see people driving around on Monday night. You know, we have with their pickup
1: truck and in the, in, who go around. These guys are like, and I, the whole weekend, and they they go around and they're waiting to pick up stuff. And they, I guess, they recycle a lot of copper or whatever. But they're, they're they'll. They scour the area, sure. and they actually move a lot of uh, stuff out of it.
2: Yeah. I'm going to go to Chuck next. Hey, Chuck, good morning.
0: Good morning. Hey, what's uh, up? Yeah, my kid plays hockey, um, and I guess if you scrounge around enough, it, almost every hockey rink has a completely full lost-and-found, and the stuff just stays in there for weeks. Uh, if one of the kids forgets something, you're like, go
7: check lost and found. Oh, okay. You know, I got a new pair of skates or a helmet or whatever. I mean, you could probably get a whole setup. Yeah, yeah. there's so no overseer.
4: There's, I, no, there's I, no one person that oversees the lost and
1: found who goes, oh, yes. Oh, well, here you go. This is yours. You How know? So legally, I mean, in these cases, I, I would, and I think we all would prefer that the person gets back something that they lost, but sure. you, I'm hearing story after story of the stuff just stays there. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it,
7: It stays for months. And then, like, I talked to somebody at one of the ranks, and they said, Oh, yeah, we just give it all to, like, Goodwill or whatever at the
1: end. Hmm. You know, whatever. Goodwill? What are they going to do with it? (laughs) I
7: don't know. They just sell
1: it. No, I know.
2: You do. do. They're doing
1: doing a good thing with it.
2: Uh, Interesting. All right. Thanks, Chuck. No, you're right. There, There were, you know, some people will just, it was either too far away or they've forgotten about it. And then by the time they remember, they can't. They can't recall where the last time they had this particular item is, and they just let it go, and it stays there. It you know, permanently how, resides how in the How many lost times found.
1: in your life have you gone back and checked, had a lost and found checked, and found what you were looking for? A couple times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Good. it has been a couple times where I've been, oh,
2: man, you guys found it. Thank you.
4: My, uh, I had these awesome, uh, and I still have them, uh, these Ray-Ban sunglasses, yeah. and I went through um, at the airport, and they fell out of the bag or whatever it was It fell out uh, in the X-ray machine. And I didn't notice it until I was already gone. I can't. Re- I, th- I had to have been. it had to have been when I went out west to the Joshua Tree uh, area. And when I came back, Steve, I went to the Lost and Found, and they were there. Wow! I
2: couldn't Are you believe kidding it. Kidding me? Yes. I. That's I'd, pretty miraculous. I had some friends not that long ago were in Central Park, yeah. in New York. Had just gone on a shopping spree. Had their bags with them. Left the bags, walked away somewhere else, uh, and completely, like like an hour, late, completely forgot about it. Came back, gone. They went and spoke to the park police. Sure enough, somebody picked it up and took it to Lost and Found, man. And oh, was, my gosh. There was a lot of valuable stuff in there as well. That's How amazing. Nice. Very impressed with that. Yes. Very impressed with that.
0: I have a friend who's a bartender, and uh, she just sent me a text that she said I would acquire in quotes many things from working at bars: jewelry, coats, umbrellas. Oh yeah, I'm sure people were just too drunk or too rich to care, and they would just leave them at the bar at the end of the night and never come back and get them.
2: Yeah.
4: You have a friend who's a cab driver, and and some drunk chick left a uh, her virginity. No, it was a, like a bracelet or a necklace in the in the back of the um back of the cab. She lost. It. She had borrowed it from a. From a jeweler, okay, yeah.
1: Oh, it sounds like uh, she, that she needed to be punished. Yes. Yeah, put sounds in like Marissa or something. <laughs> uh,
2: I uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, there's
3: a, right now, currently there's a purse on the uh, table in the kitchen. So, are you serious? Yeah, I'm gonna go grab it.
2: Uh, yeah, it's up for grabs. <laughs> it's up for grabs. Go grab it. Tell Marcus. Oh, I remember what I was going to tell you. I lost my rangefinder again. Oh, are you no. kidding? Recently, yes. What? But I got it back. Let me ask you a quick question. It was at uh, Bitterman Golf Club. <laughs> I left it there. You can put your name on that thing. Is there, I do.
1: I aren't do. there apps now? Are there rangefinder apps? Yeah, you can get stuff for your,
2: like a watch, you but it's one, not, uh, it's not, it doesn't, It's that mine's a laser. It tells you okay. exactly where you are. That, that's your GPS. Perfect. Mine's like a general everyone vicinity. can afford light. Amplified. Yeah. I need to get it right on. Yeah. Because I can hit my yardages to the yard. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah right, <laughs> uh, but anyhow, yeah, I got it mailed back to me, which is wonderful. That's amazing. Well, yeah. look at
1: look at what happened. No, it's not like we lost it, but the fact that uh, with a uh, uh, bird bot, oh yeah, yeah, got you know, it was picked up by a cop when it was in uh, Minnesota yep. in the back of the... We were able to find it. Of course, you can't attach GPS devices to everything you lose. Let me go to Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. Hi,
7: um, I was calling in first time caller.
2: Oh, awesome. what's up, Steph?
7: Yeah, so I was calling in because you guys were talking about having a table at work. That's not like a designated, you know, area. But we have this girl that works with us at the hoarder. Oh. And so she, like, physically can't throw anything away. Oh. And so she always brings stuff in and puts it out on the table. And it's a joke because it's always like, junky stuff that no one wants. So as soon as she walks away, we throw it away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: do, you, do you think in a way she's kind of relying on you to do it because she can't bring herself to do it?
7: Yeah, we're like enabling her, you know. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. Just put this here.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm she. Like, oh my gosh,
7: I.
2: She can't bring yeah. it. She can't bring herself to waste things, but maybe giving it to someone else is a way to ease out of it. Right. And uh, and you guys are throwing her junk away for her.
7: <laughs> yeah, ridiculous, like Christmas ornaments, or she brought in like a. I don't know, We're just ridiculous things like crafts her kids made when they were little. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so it's like just jumps up the table. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, that looks great. And then she walks away and we're like, get rid of it. <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs> this is adorable. Throw it out. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. Every yeah,
7: once in a while. There's yeah. something that somebody wants, but.
1: <laughs> Working with a hoarder yes. has got to be a blast.
2: Yeah. Uh, let me go to, we're going to take a break in just a second here, but I'm going to go to uh, Justin. He went to, Ursinus sinus case. Oh, okay. Uh, hi, Justin. Good morning
1: hey good
7: morning guys hey what's up buddy so i worked there uh i went there and i worked there since i was like 16 too my my parent my dad worked for facilities and uh in the summertime we would all the kids would leave and it was just free rain so we'd have summer help and we'd all just run to these dorms and just start picking through everything i mean we found beer lights we found (laughs) You know, certain toys.
1: What's like like what, what's what's the biggest ticket item you found?
7: Um,
1: like I mean, a TV? Was, oh
7: yeah, TVs. They they were easy.
1: Yeah, anything
4: uh, like TV. a PS4 or a bike or anything like that.
7: No, nothing like that. What right. was it yours?
4: no 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 (laughs) a lot (laughs) of a lot of vibrators and tvs any any piss stained couches because i left a couple of those
7: yeah there was plenty of them it was amazing what you guys left behind though it was so much crap and
2: what
1: was it your job to clean it out or would you just uh were you going in to take stuff
7: we just went in to take it
1: all right well quick question if money was discovered what do you do with money that's left in a dorm
0: uh, we just pocketed it. Yeah. yeah Show sure. it in
1: your pocket.
2: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Is that I mean, the we, understanding? The, the, the they school... left it. They're yeah, gone. I mean, they're, they're gone, gone for
0: the summer, and uh, they left it in their room behind for people like Justin to come in and clean it up, or me when I got in trouble. Yeah. No, I yeah, guess, Yeah. Uh, I
7: mean, the sorority uh, class, all the sorority houses always left booze in their cabinets. Yep. There you like go. That. So it
2: was, it was a heyday. I guess it's like, thanks for your call, Justin. I guess it's like, uh, you know, hotel staff. Yeah. Can, yeah, yeah. If you leave change, yep, that's for housekeeping. Yeah, they can. Uh, they Nick, can were you finding
0: in. like fold money or? or... Oh, sure. Really? And people, I'm telling you that like, people were just freaking lazy. It's it's astounding, but they just didn't clean out drawers, and in those drawers, you'd find everything from complete trash and garbage, which you would toss, and then and then just bills. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it is move in day. We talked
2: about that earlier yeah. of a uh, dorm room, so maybe in a few months from now, people will be picking up some freebies. Uh, keep in mind, though, if you do visit WMMR <laughs> on the kitchen table. Don't put anything put anything on it. Don't unless you want it uh, gone. Uh, then it's a good spot to get rid of things if you want to. You know, murder weapons. Yes,
1: on. everything. We could put them on there and they'd yeah, be right. gone in a heartbeat. Motion lotion. Mm, get rid of pills. evidence.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's our evidence table. <laughs> yeah. nice. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. I have some bizarre file stories I think you're going to enjoy in a little bit. We're also going to have the, uh, well, I do want to remind you your last chance to text in uh, because in a little bit we'll do a winner for our secret text word tickets to see God Smack and Shine Down uh, with Red Sun Rising at uh, BB&T Pavilion. It's on Sunday. Uh, so text word secret to 39333. Let's see if you win in a little bit. We'll be right back.
6: Throughout 2018, MMR celebrates 50 years. Rockin' Philly. Keep listening for special birthday events and special programming from our long, strange trip together. Every hour this weekend, we highlight 1994, the year MMR turned 26. It was the year of the Great Green Day Mud Fight at Woodstock 94. The birth of Amazon and Yahoo Online and PlayStation in your home. On TV, we were introduced to friends. While at the movies, we saw The Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, and Pulp Fiction.
5: This
6: is a tasty burger. MMR had new music from these bands Green Day, Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails, Pearl Jam, Beastie Boys, STP, Weezer Live, Tom Petty, Allison Chains, Toadies, at Pink Floyd, Horn, The Offspring, Bush, up! Woo! And so many more from 1994, including Nirvana Unplugged. Listen all weekend as we highlight another page from our scrapbook of shared musical memories.
2: Sponsored by Thompson Toyota. Experience the Thompson difference at thompsontoyota.net.
6: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that's rocked Philly for 50 amazing years.
2: We were just talking about the uh, free stuff table a little while ago, and yeah. you know, in your office. And uh, Marissa has posted on uh, Instagram a picture of our table <laughs> and some of the items that have made their way there.
1: Oh, uh, at, like a little uh, chronology at time. of it's items past.
2: Three different pictures. One of them is of uh, Nick's discarded booze. Another one is of uh, somebody cleaned the house of CDs. Yes, and then there's another one uh, when we cleaned out our porn uh, box. Oh my God, there's so much porn. And and this is these are mainly like sex items, like the yeah. uh, 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 the penis mold and uh, blow up dolls and things like that. So. And we put that stuff out there, and yeah, somebody took, somebody took the penis mold. Yeah. I don't know who it was, but somebody did. Uh, so if you're <laughs> interested as to what that area looks I like took it. here at MMR, Kathy, I knew it. I took the penis mold. I knew mold. you'd come around. <laughs> um, here's what I'd like to do. Normally at the end of this segment, I ask for the secret text word winner. I'm not going to do that. What? I'm going to ask for it now. And then we'll get it on the back end of the Bizarre File. Oh How about God. that? Kathy, give me a number Call caller, please. Mm, 21. All right, caller 20. Well, you crazy man. <laughs> call her 21 at two one five two six three 263 wmmr Why do you do that? What? Why do you do that? So normally when we'll have a commercial break and then a song to play, you'll go, Car 3.
3: But I thought we were, we were going to do a segment, so I'm, you wanted it I'm to gonna, be larger. I'm doing the Bizarre
2: File. Yeah. Bizarre File's not as long as... Ooh, as, ooh, as a... Someone's in the doghouse now. <laughs> 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 All right. Two one five two six three WMMR call number twenty one, <laughs> I believe. All right, let's do the bizarre file uh, case. I need you to eject the traffic uh, music. Ejected, and let's do it. Now,
6: bizarre Sh- WMMR
2: presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. Bizarre. bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by the Center for Healing Addiction Treatment Center. Try a different approach to addiction treatment. Log on to Center, the number four, healing.com, and discover freedom over addiction. A woman has revealed that she canceled her dream wedding just a week before the big day after discovering, discovering her fiancé watched pornography.
1: Oh, oh my God. <laughs> You'll excuse me if I chuckle.
2: Uh, Claire Dalton's ex kept the habit secret from her throughout their four-year relationship, and she was so shocked... I she... watched one video of a man touching some woman's boobies. <laughs> and uh, she called off the marriage, despite having spent six months so planning So
1: what it. kind of porn are we talking? Is oh, it I a know. regular general stuff, yeah. or is it is it German
2: no, I sadism porn? I don't have the details on that. The 21-year-old is very religious and said that she has been dreaming of a relationship which was, quote, true and pure, pure. and governed I... by God's law. I
3: knew that word was going to be in there. Mm,
2: pure. Uh, since she was a young girl. I, she I would press it. In I think we go to some pretty pure sites. I think so. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, what's not pure about dog fart? Come on. I mean, come on. <laughs> dog fart. Uh, she thought that she, seriously. She thought that she'd found That's that how we discovered Mandingo uh, with her unnamed fiance whom she split with uh, from a year ago but now believes that it was all a lie from the beginning.
1: You're a liar. Just a week,
2: <laughs> just a week before the wedding. Uh, Claire, who's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and her fiancé were running errands for their big day, and she checked his phone to see if a shop was still open. A liar. But when she saw his search bar, she realized that he had been, quote, searching for pornography possibly just hours ago. And immediately she felt sick to her stomach. At first, her husband to be lied and said that his brother had borrowed his phone.
1: It has something to do with birds. This says
2: cuckold. No, this is, he said it was, no, it was my brother. He borrowed my phone. (laughs) Sure. Before later admitting that it's me, I have a problem. Uh, She added, at first, I thought that it was some sick joke. Uh, It never occurred to me that pornography addiction would ever leak into my life or affect me in such a deep and excruciating way. But those two young women did with that cup. Uh, after <laughs>
3: Well that I could That's, say. yeah. I mean I would
4: imagine that this guy's search was like uh married couple making love. Yes. You know? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot uh, divorcee. <laughs> after hearing him admit the truth, Claire decided to call off the wedding. Had to call every one of her 300 guests and break the news. No condom sex. Uh, but she said that it wasn't so much the porn. She didn't give the, the... She gave the reason for it? It wasn't so much the porn, which was the problem, but it was the fact that he had lied to it or okay. to her about it for all these years. But they, can't,
1: they can't work their way through that, though. Oh, man. Apparently not.
3: Uh, I have a... Somebody who's who's having a, a little bit of trouble in their marriage, and uh, somebody who you guys might know uh, called me almost in tears to tell me we found out something about them. Call me back, and I called her back. I'm like, what? What? I thought like, yeah, he was dying, or he was an yeah, you know, ISIS like, drug addict, yeah. or like, I. Uh... He said he's watching porn. <laughs> I was oh. like. <laughs> Ma, are you serious? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Do you listen
1: to our show? Yeah, I'm Mom, not... I'm watching porn right yes. now. But <laughs> I'm not
3: kidding you. Like my mother was in in tears over oh, this. Like god. almost like I I swear, I thought someone was
2: dying. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, I want to hear more of this story after this. I mean, movie. I'm That's having a break. problem right now because I can't
4: find the scene that I've been looking for. It's like this. <laughs> it's...
1: Uh, wait, wait, yeah. Mom, yeah. Mom, let me oh, turn oh, let me turn this down. Wait one second. <laughs> what is this, Mom? Wait, turn that down. What's the problem? on. Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, my God. I can't. He- What's that, Mom? Someone's calling? What's that?
2: <laughs> so you can't find this one scene. You've been looking for it for a while. Oh, right? I can't uh, find it. It's okay. a- Tom you know
4: Byron, what? it's in the it's the final scene of back. Tom Bergeron, to Buttsville. no, Tom Byron, oh. Tom Byron, yeah. it's the final scene of back to Buttsville. I used to have it on. V- <laughs> my friend and I used to
2: have it on VHS. Casey, yes, we'll tackle this together. You will do I'll that with it. me. You got got you. yeah, we'll you <laughs> you've got a friend. Yep, we'll do it. When you've got a friend. All right, uh, back door to Buttsville, <laughs> the Beer Mile World Classic. Uh, uh-huh. Now, you know the beer mile. We, yes, we actually have yeah. done the beer mile before. Bill didn't like Got in it. trouble yeah. for it. <laughs> I don't like it. Make sure they drink fake beer. <laughs> Safety risk. O'Doul's,
3: uh, <laughs> O-douls Beer Mile.
2: <laughs> Make sure it's O'Doul's. And uh, don't actually do the race and
1: don't even put out the beer, but then you can do it.
2: Well, this year, the Beer Mile World Classic took place on Saturday at uh, Corey Belmore. Uh, well, I'm sorry, a guy named Corey Belmore had set a new world record. For the fastest time to finish a race. But he barely had time to celebrate his victory when officials ruled that he didn't drink enough beer while racing around the track. The race requires each contestant to drink a total of four 12-ounce beers before getting to the finish line. One at every quarter mile. He but, cheated. No, Belmore reportedly left more than four ounces total in the bottles along the route. You can't do that. Uh, his time was... So he left one ounce in each, All right. in each bottle roughly. His time was four minutes, 24 seconds. Damn, that dude ran an under five-minute mile and chugged four beers, uh, but he left about uh, four and a half ounces of beer behind, which disqualified him. The second-place finisher, Dale Clutterbuck. <laughs> Clutterbuck? Yeah.
0: I want that last name.
2: Was awarded the win instead with a time of four minutes, 47 So a, a
0: hockey player with that last name, and uh, he's got a great mustache. Nice. Yeah. Cuddlebuck? Uh, Clutter, <laughs> Clutterbuck. Clutterbuck, yeah. Clutterbuck. All
2: right. Mount Mushmore. Mushmore.
1: Yes. Ah. Mount Mushmore.
2: Uh, running in heels is not the wisest choice. Kathy, you ever tried to run in heels? No. yes. Uh, some still try. An unidentified, <laughs>
5: From cops. No, just kidding.
2: <laughs> an unidentified woman who tried to prove that she could run quickly in heels on Saturday morning had nearly crossed Interstate 35 after leaving a bar in Austin, Texas. When she was hit by an SUV. Oh, my oh no. God. Yeah, she's okay. She survived, but she's... I'm uh, okay! ...required surgery to stop the bleeding in her brain. Uh, police said she... Okay.
1: <laughs> Ooh! We At- just saw the vi- the video. Oh, oh I didn't, see it. It I didn't see it. Play it back. Play it back, guys. Oh, my God. No, I don't wanna- oh, 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 my God. Dude, she I mean, I don't gets run
2: watch it. over. She tried to stop, she slipped oh. and fell and the car ran up on her. Uh, but it looks like the car does not hit her head. No, 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 no. Her head, no. Her, her, her head hit the bumper and then the ground. Okay, yeah, luckily
1: her head hit the ground.
2: Wow. Anyway, the driver uh, <laughs> was charged with failure to stop and render aid. The guy left after that? Oh, really? Okay. Was she okay? Uh she had she had ble- bleeding yeah. on the brain. she had to get She's vehicle. okay now.
1: Her dream is to go visit Mount Mushmore.
2: Mount Mushmore. Mount Mushmore. Wow. All right, one last story, and then we'll wrap it up. A man in New Jersey had to be rescued by dozens of firefighters on Saturday morning after he fell off a footbridge above the Great Falls in Patterson. Firefighters say the man hung on the rocks and vegetation at the base of a concrete wall for at least an hour as bystanders called for help. He told his rescuers he had dropped his cell phone and he was trying to retrieve it. Oh,
1: was it worth it? When he took the
2: fall, it is unknown if he got his phone, but he was luckily only taken to the hospital with minor injuries. Yep, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. So we will look for a winner. We were looking for color number 21 for our secret text word. And I'm
3: going
2: uh, to go to, yeah, <laughs> to color uh Antonio on the line. Hey, Antonio, good morning. How's it going? Good, buddy. All right. Do you know the secret text word, sir?
7: I, I do. It's extravaganza. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Oh,
2: extravaganza. And we got some tickets for you to go see Godsmack and Shine Down with special guest Red Sun Rising at the BB&T Pavilion on Sunday. And my man, congratulations, okay? Awesome. Yeah, sure. All right, buddy. And then don't forget that tickets are on sale now via ticketmaster.com. Listen to Brent Poor. She's in for Jackson this week and you got more chances to win and to qualify for a meet and greet with Shine Down, also an autograph guitar, free parking, and some food while at the show. Plus, Stop at the MMR Concert Coverage booth on Sunday. It's your shot to win our slick, Godsmack-signed guitar and drum head. And we also want to congratulate our random texter is John Strom, uh, who is from uh, Woodbury, New Jersey, and he gets the same price of tickets to go to the show this weekend. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we'll ask the lesson questions, see if you've been paying attention. Stay with us.
1: No. More with Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. So
2: let me see. A uh, quick reminder. We are looking for girls to grace the pages of our Totally Office calendar this year. Uh, Kathy is in the process of gathering information and photos and all that stuff. And you might be one of the ladies that we're looking for. Uh, you can get the information details at uh, wmr.com. dot com.
3: Don't wait though; send the pictures now.
2: Yeah, really, it 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 comes upon us so quickly that you know, next thing you know we're going. Oh, by the way, uh, next Tuesday is the photo shoot.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and, uh, and we're like, really? To Man. that point, what, whatever you have, and honestly, t- take some pictures because we we. Uh, We've been doing this long enough, and the people that we work with know what we're looking for, and they know what to to pick. We just, uh, it'd be a shame if you could have made the calendar and didn't submit.
2: Yeah, so uh, PrestonAndSteve.com, there's a link right on the front, and you can send over pictures and information, all the stuff they ask for. Uh, And you never know, you might be at uh, one of our events, which would be a great time. It would be awesome to have you. All right, so we're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to have a pair of tickets to see Dane Cook. He's coming to town February 7th. February 7th. Friday, <laughs> September 7th. Sorry. Hey, listen, in this day and age... It could be. be. It. it could be, yeah. Uh, no, but it's uh, Friday, September 7th at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. And uh, the question is, Steve's wife makes one hell of a what? But <laughs> well, it was a real quick throwaway. It's very obscure. Let's see if you know it. Steve's wife makes one hell of a what? Don't bother guessing. You'll never get it. It's so bizarrely random. Forget it. Only if you heard it. 215-263-WMMR Let's see if you know the answer And while you are calling in to give that answer We are going to do the Hollywood Trash
1: The trash business is a gold mine 93.3 WMMR With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash
2: All right, this morning The Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts And you can fuel your summer with iced coffee From Dunkin' Donuts starting at $2 America runs on Dunkin' Excludes cold brew Plus applicable taxes Participation may vary and limited time offer. What's going on, Steve?
1: Well, Nabisco announcing that the circus animals depicted on the Animal Crackers box will no longer be in cages. Nabisco says it wants the box to be more accurately depicting of today's circus culture and will also include pictures of ex-con clowns addicted to meth. <laughs> hey. Mark David Chapman, the man who shot and killed John Lennon, is scheduled to have his tenth parole board hearing in New York this week. Chapman knows it's going to be an uphill battle for him, but says his secret weapon will be, quote, freshly baked apple cobbler.
4: Oh, oh my God. He's going to try
1: to work him a little bit. And finally, Women's Day Australia suggesting the Paris Hilton's wedding might very well have been canceled. The magazine says that because Australia is on the other side of the world, people have yet to completely not give a crap. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood
5: track.
2: Alrighty, uh, we'll see if we know the answer to this lesson question. Steve's wife makes one hell of a what, and I will go to Chris. Try him out. Hi, Chris. Good morning.
5: Good morning. How are you?
2: Great man. So Steve's wife makes one hell of a what?
1: Top-a-san-ka. Sanka. Yeah. You're or right. it's written up here, Shanka,
2: which is what they serve in prison. Hang on, we'll get your information. And Was Sanka decaf? Yes. Okay. Uh, since you got that right, we are going to give you some tickets to see Dane Cook Friday, September 7th. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, let us do
1: music news. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Yeah
2: brought to you this morning by the center for healing addiction treatment center try a different approach to addiction treatment log on to center the number four healing.com and discover freedom over addiction uh speaking of freedom over addiction we'll go to the story about stone sour guitarist josh rand he's admitted that staying sober on tour has been more challenging than he had expected
1: we were just talking about that
2: uh, Rand revealed, I'm a guy that uh, that needs structure, and there was definitely times when the temptation was there, and it was a challenge. But I have a great support group within the band and the people that work for us, and then my fiancé came out midway through, so that was the extra support. But it was a little bit more difficult than what I thought uh, g- going into it. Uh, he left Stone Sour last January to get treatment for an alcohol and Xanax dependency after finishing the treatment in April, Rand admitted that he was first prescribed Xanax eight years ago uh, for anxiety related to flying. He said, over the course of the last couple of years, I started drinking, and when we started touring, uh, I was basically day drinking. But not drinking to get messed up, just to re- just to maintain, I guess, or to be able to cope and to have this buzz. Uh, so, it's been a struggle, but he's doing okay with it. The band will release a deluxe edition of its sixth studio album, 2017's Hydergrad. On August 31st, Nine Inch Nails members Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross have been tapped to compose the score for mid-90s. New film coming out later this year that will mark the directing debut of actor Jonah Hill. The coming-of-age tale, which stars Sonny Soljic, Lucas Hedges, and Catherine Watterson, will premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 9th before opening in theaters on October 19th. It was revealed last month that Reznor and Ross are also scoring a film called Waves from director Trey Edward Schultz. about the uh, driving app? No, Waves. Oh. Uh, The pair previously uh, collaborated on acclaimed film scores for The Social Network, Gone Girl, uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Patriot's Day, and Before the Flood, as Mm. well as Ken Burns' series, The Vietnam War. And they both won an Oscar and a Golden Globe for The Social Network. So... Uh, they're continuing to thrive in that venue. British Act Bring Me the Horizon has released a new single. It's called Mantra. And with singer Oli Sykes telling the BBC Radio 1 about the track, uh, it felt like the first thing that we wanted to show people upon our return. Uh, but when asked if the single's arrival meant that the new album was imminent, he said, I don't want to say. Uh, we're definitely working on stuff. We've got some exciting, something exciting to announce in the next few days. Uh, Sykes says that uh, the music he and his bandmates are working on is completely different uh, from their last album, uh, That's the Spirit. uh, Hinting we want to be a heavy band, but not in the way you think of heavy. And then finally, Steve Van Zandt has just announced the release of a Blu-ray and 7LP vinyl version of his just-released triple-disc Soul Fire Live CD. Rolling Stone reported that, along with the material called from Van Zandt's 2017 European tour, the new version, due out later this year, will also include Little Steven and the Disciples of Soul's Beatles covers, a show that took place at Liverpool's Cavern Club. Among the highlights in the collection are Richie Sambora, uh, tackling Marvin Gaye's Can I Get a Witness huh. and Bruce Springsteen on 10th Avenue Freeze Out, and also I Don't Want to Go Home. Uh, Little Steven and the Disciples of Souls are heading out on tour in October. Uh, they'll be in our general vicinity at the Hard Rock on October 23rd, by the way. And that's what I have for you this morning. That is music news. Let's take a break. We'll get back in a moment. And Letter of the Day, I'll bring you up to speed on the Word of the Week prize. If you do not know what that is, and then we'll uh, make way for Pierre. We'll be back in just a moment.
6: 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Weekly Rush, a video highlights compilation gleaned from an entire week's worth of laughs. Available now in the Get Local section of Xfinity On Demand.
4: The Breston and Steve love you, hate you line.
6: Stupid. You know what? Stupid. Stupid is working for a jerk for three dollars an hour. I must be stupid. Seven years of my life. You told you. Next message.
7: Oh, hi everybody. My name's Mickey, and I just turned 18, and I've never been hornier ever. Oh, boy. Next message. Just give me the bop bop a doop bop bop My neighbors are a piece of sh-. Give me the bop-bop-ba-doop-bop-bop. Bop, 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 bop. Woo!
4: The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought
5: to you by DelToyota.com and dellchevrolet.com Jack, sell them for less.